What about uh, Ghislaine, the the new character yeah, that we dude, learned Ghislaine. of at the end of? Oh yeah, she looks Oh, she looks yeah, with her. Oh hell yeah. But you yeah. know, it's it's not about her right now. It's about Lilia, right? We'll, we'll learn more yeah, about yeah, her. Sorry, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah, 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 true. I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll yeah, yeah. Lilia's time, right? Yeah. <laughs> And welcome to the Anime Izuka Podcast, week four, the winter 2021 season. On this show, we'll be discussing the current season of anime airing every week. I'm your host, David, and joining me today, we have Stren. Hello. Next, we have Ku. Yo, yo. Next, we have Justin. Hey, everyone. And finally, we have Taylor. Hello. All right. Uh, so today, actually, a lot of anime news just got announced, just even today. Uh, apparently, there was, a, there was a stream that went on where they had a bunch of different announcements um, so, do you know? Do you know where the stream was from? I, by any chance, I don't know if the, the exact link, but it was called the GA Bunko Fest 2021. So GA Bunko is a very popular light novel um, magazine, and so these are mainly light novels. Well, they're mainly web novels that got turned into light novels and then turned into anime. But Solid. the big ones that I'm gonna mention here is um, Damanchi season four was announced. So I guess we're not too surprised because it seems like. Like after season two, like like so many Damanji things have been announced, so not surprised. Yeah, also got OVA too. As long as they like actually mm-hmm. hold like how the third season went, it, it's but it could also be since it's JC staff, it's like uh you know it's like a flip of a coin of yeah, what you're yeah, actually gamble. Get. Yeah, so it's uh, exactly. hopefully it's more of the season one, season three vibes and uh, avoiding the season two. It just like it, like the story is so good. Just don't yeah. pile it up. I'll like, say like um like after season three, it's like we need to get really serious with the story because like they. They, um, they, uh, the bar has been set, so. Yeah. 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 yeah so that's, so, so Damachi season four is announced and also Goblin Slayer season two was also announced, which again, it's not surprising because we had the movie. So I'm surprised it wasn't announced earlier, but it's here. So it's good. I don't remember did, when it's. Did you all watch it? I still haven't watched the movie, so I need to get on that. Before. Did you guys watch the, the show? I watched, I watched the show in the movie. Okay. Yeah, me too. Nice, nice. So I need to cut a cop in the movie before season two comes out. So, and then a whole bunch of other um, light novels got announced. A uh, bunch of isekais and a bunch of high school rom-coms. So, uh, both. I, I think we're going to end up watching most of them there. So we'll just wait till they come out. So, that's what we get for anime news. And then um, we're going to move on to our first show. Uh, that's where at first talk about uh, uh, Higurashi, and so I'm finally caught up to Higurashi because I didn't watch last week's episode, so Ooh, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if you want me to you mention la- last week's at all, or just want to jump in this week's. Or uh, you can start with your thoughts from last week. I well, I finally understand what you guys are talking about with how um, I don't know, like how uncomfortable that first scene made me feel like Oof, yeah were you eating lasagna I was, no i was not oh but, man i mean actually i don't know like i felt bad but like i think it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be even though it was bad like i don't know because uh the week before that it was just a whole bunch of like really bad events on and on and this one was just like just one big thing that was just really 
really shocking. So I don't know. With sound effects and close-ups. Oh, that too, yes. <laughs> why, why would they do it any other way, you know? It's because oh, it's Higurashi, yeah. sir. <laughs> yeah, you gotta stick with it. You gotta basically just make your audience disgusted. <sighs> like I said, I'm down with, like, adults screaming in pain or whatever, but the sights and the, the sounds of, of children screaming, it's, uh, for me, it's a little bit too much. <laughs> and then, um... I'm surprised. It's kind of weird how like last week ended with that random like cliffhanger, just Rika talking to the to um was it Takano, mm-hmm. and then this week I don't know like the only thing I really remember this week was just the ending. Man, what the hell, Satoko? Like that was like the big thing this <laughs> week. And Ku, yeah, uh... you said you 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 that's what you thought was gonna happen, right? Like Satoko was, um. <laughs> Yeah, like she she definitely was not uh as innocent as I as you guys thought she was. I didn't think she was gonna be the looper, right? Or the main antagonist. Uh, but but thinking about it, uh it looks like with that specific arc, it looks like she did leave Keiichi Day to die to repeat the loop in a sense. And it looks like she had a lot of involvement with a lot of other things that occurred. Um but yeah, like I I didn't think she was going to be like this bad, but man, I'm just <laughs> fuck that girl. Dude, like, I knew she was bad trouble. When she like, oh, brought God. that gun, I was like, what the fuck? What is yeah, like, where's all the gun from? Like, oh yeah, where do you have your gun? You just pulled it out of your backpack like, or something? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I thought that was Japan. <laughs> just brought a random gun in like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, um, apparently in Japan, I'm... girl skirts has pockets in the back where you can store guns, apparently. Um, I mean, I was going to like, remind you guys of... Uh... Was it weathering with you? Where it seems like yeah, gun everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, true, true. So yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought the animation they did for her eyes was really creepy too. Like for me, like twenty eight days later, the zombie horror film has like the creepiest eyes out of anything I've ever seen, and they reminded me a lot of those eyes. And whew, it, it, I just was completely not expecting that to happen, like at all. It did freak me so out too. Yeah, double effective. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, I was actually a little Do confused we... too about um the the whole thing with like the doctor and like the whole um was it the was it the bloodhound whatever their unit was called like yeah like I don't know so like I know some of how they're involved with stuff from like the previous arcs but my knowledge of it is pretty tenuous uh, so I know some things but it really confused me too in terms of like timing. Because mm-hmm. the last episode ended, you said, with her talking to the nurse, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And so I was just, like, I can't I can't quite figure out, like, if that was... I'll, every, I suppose everything we saw in the beginning was happening current time in this arc, right? With the, with the stuff from Tokyo? Uh, I feel like it was a flashback. It, it wasn't... Was it a flashback? Yeah. I don't think it was literally <sighs> right after the last episode. I don't know. I, yeah, I was like really the timing is like really weird. That's why I was confused. Yeah. Um, and then like, yeah, I I just don't know. I well, I told Stratton before we got on here. I was like, I hope don't, nobody has any questions for me because I have no idea. Like I'm, I'm I just I have I have, I have plenty no idea. of questions. Uh, I was like, fucking ass, I was just like, who is the bloodhound? Why are they related? Is half the people here secretly in the military? So I mean, okay. So I kind of figured that the the doctor, or Doctor um, Irie, whatever. I I knew he was suspicious, but like, I didn't think that like it was like. So I guess he's like tied to like this 
I don't know about the military or what, but it's, so it seems like the curse is like just I guess they're showing this episode is just a disease. Like so, the right. nurse had like I guess she was with some some cult or some conspiracy, and so I guess at the festival she was just taking one of the vials and just injecting someone random with it. Is is? But I feel like it's a mixture of both now, right? Like with Satoko being the confirmed looper and her red eyes, um, it looks like it's a mixture of both fantasy and scientific reasoning behind the curse okay i i, I forgot about yeah her i was being thinking about like the, the the more of like the the drug element like just right the stolen vials and then and then because i mentioned too like her brother is still alive and he has like he still has the, the disease and so i'm assuming like yeah. that's, like that's gonna be an important part like that's gonna be real later too yeah so i guess he was kind of uh one of the key components too to the curse um I, I'm assuming it's pretty consistent as to when he disappeared or how he disappeared. It looks like the doctor took him away, and he was also one of the carriers of the H20 virus, or whatever they called it. And I don't know if he knew that Satoko was a looper or not, but maybe that's why he was kind of put unconscious or he was put in that predicament. Like maybe Satoko had it all planned out. Do we know that she's a looper, or are we just assuming? Right now we're just like what if. It's- yeah, what if there's something else going on with know. her? Like, what if this is related to Oyashima or whatever? Oyashiro, I, never get... I think. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I want to say she's a looper because uh, she had the, the flashback of the of the box. Because uh, apparently that situation has been played before and it was a trap and it was going to yeah. punch her in the well, face. Well, I don't know. I... See, I don't want yeah, to assume a lot of things. No, 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 David. Like... At this point, David, it's been confirmed. If you assume odds are, <laughs> you're right. Okay, we'll see. Because there, there could also be a bait too. Like just the show could be baiting us, and like maybe it's not just her that remembers, or maybe like maybe because you know in these like in these time loop shows, like oftentimes like people get like memories from other timelines too. So it might. So maybe she just got the memory back. Maybe she's not the actual looper. That could be like one of the baits. No, but then the only one who's ever gotten their memories back was Rika, who is also a looper. I think Keiji like got some of it. Some like flashbacks too like but that, that like when he um i think he was trying there's one where he wanted to like to in satoko's arc when he, when the uncle was like on the motorcycle he wanted to like to take his baseball bat and hit him but he didn't do that so i think i think keichi has been getting some of the flashbacks yeah it's definitely been like the show's been definitely hinting that i because i picked up on it too so so i don't think oh, i don't think hmm. that's why yeah i'm not so certain that it's Satoko. I think it might be just a bait. Well, maybe Cage is a looper too, guys. Only loopers gets their memories to well, return to them, right? Well, then, like maybe she shouldn't kill Satoko. Maybe she just waits. Maybe maybe Cage is like. I don't know, bro. So, so, Cage so, so, didn't so, like, pop up the red eyes, so we can't like <laughs> assume things. So uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wait to see what happens. I'm not. I'm not particularly so that it's Satoko. I think it could be another bait. I don't know. I feel like now that you bring it up, I wonder if Keiichi is a looper as well, but he hasn't been awakened yet. Kind of like with how Rika was having her memory suppressed every time she went through a loop by Hanyu. Uh, I wonder if each looper has their own spirit or comrade as well, or companion in this whole looping business. And uh, I guess Satoko is one of the bad ones and Keiichi could be one of the good ones, but he hasn't been awakened yet. But with everything that they're presenting to you, like I get that um, 
it might be a stretch, but I feel like with all the evidence that they give you, you can definitely make assumptions and then it could possibly be true. Yeah, I know. I don't want to like, I want to say, I don't think that's the case. I don't think he's a looper, but then you've totally called this Satoko thing. Even if we don't know all the details, something's definitely up with her. So I, I don't want to say for sure that yeah. I don't think he's a looper. Right. And then like, I definitely want to watch this entire, um, uh, the goal series again to kind of see if I can pick up any more hints as to what Satoko's doing in the background. Cause I feel like she, she did more than, than we know of. And we just didn't pick up on the hints. Of course, you kind of had to know what was going to happen for you to kind of pick up on that foreshadowing, I guess. But I feel like there was more, uh, more, more happening in the background now than we remember or we knew about. So, but I'll probably do it when the whole season's done. Yeah, so. we'll see. I'm, I don't know. I'm just here for the ride, so I'm, I'll wait. I'll, I'll hold on my predictions because. Yeah, same for me. I'm turning my brain off and just like... enjoying it and seeing what happens. To be honest. Oh, where's the fun in that? I like doing that. I like just having stuff thrown at me and being surprised. Like that's the way I, I like, like watching this, stuff. At this point, like I, I don't feel confident to make a prediction. Like that too. I feel like I've been baited so much by the show. So, oh, I don't know. But it was really satisfying when, uh, when at the very end of this episode, and Satoko revealed that she had more involved. She was more involved than we than than we knew of that she let on. I was like, you bitch! I knew I didn't like you for a reason. <laughs> Well, also, too, the fact that, like, this is, you know, like, remake slash, like, true route, too. Like, it also makes it hard for me to, like, to say things about knowing what happened in the original show. So, Yeah, although I gotta say, there's if there's one thing I didn't like about uh, this episode is the fact that it looks like half the town was involved in the military secret project. So it kind of takes away that, that mystical aspect of the show for me, right? I thought that it was all basically just like folklore and in curses and it was all supernatural but it looks like part of it is due to some kind of experiment as well and that kind of takes away from the experience for me so there's one grudge i have against the show would be that yeah part of it there's still mysticism oh right right for sure but it's supposed to be all or nothing you know no, i get what who's saying because yeah i do feel like it loses when you try to make make it like scientific or sci-fi like that, it does lose this part of the mysticism so I suppose so. I guess I was, yeah. I guess I, I, I think I maybe felt that way a little bit the first time around too. Because I remember like seeing clips of Hikaru Shiro the original, like when you just hear about the curse, like it just feels like, like a supernatural curse. So mm -hmm. when you realize that it's like it's a drug, it just mm -hmm. doesn't feel as, as good, or mm -hmm. it doesn't feel as special. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, that's all I had. I mean, I had more questions, but I'm guessing no one really knows what's going on because it's original. So I'll, I'll just I mean, I'm excited for next week's show because I don't know. felt like the first couple episodes in this arc was just a lot of the shock for mm -hmm. Rika. Now it's like we're getting to, into our the answer arc, right? Yeah. I don't know. But it's just like it's getting that ex excitement again where like I want to know what's happening next week instead of just feeling depressed at the end of the episode. <laughs> mm -hmm. True, true. So I think we're gonna leave it there for Higurashi. And ooh, look who showed up. Hey Brian. Oh, hello, good sir. Hello, hello. Whoa. Um, real quick, Brian, did you watch ReZero? I did. Okay. Um nice. okay. But before ReZero, we're gonna jump um to Jutsu Kaisen. So Hey. And then try right. like this <laughs> this whole part of Brian jumping in, you can just put this in the beginning. So Will do. Okay, so Will do. So we're gonna start with Jutsu Kaisen. Um with everyone's favorite character, the panda, and against his fight yes. against Nekamaru. 
But no, panda is not, not a panda. panda. Yep. <laughs> Big pog. <laughs> Like, oh, Brian, sorry, sorry. Before like we actually go, like, what were you, th- what were you going to be your thoughts like the previous episode? Was there something you were going to say? Dude, I love it. Last week? Okay, <laughs> I love it. I love this show. <laughs> it's the best show ever. Yes. Okay. Wait, and how so? Um, the I bromance. Like, yes, the bromance. <laughs> uh, the bromance of the last episode was the best thing ever. Like, I knew it was coming. It was very predictable for me. <laughs> But man, was it such a good payoff when you just said, you're my best friend now. And he was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm just trying to box. And it was the best moment ever, dude. Now, now it's just like, he's a, he's just a mentor to Yuji. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome. great, dude. Like, this episode, it further, like, went through, because he's like, he's so strong, like, he can just mess around and still coach this kid, and it's the best thing ever. He's like, you know... Our mind, body, and soul are all one in this world. I was like, dude, this guy is like the best, sen- <laughs> like just senpai so ever. <laughs> just a bro senpai is the best. It's the coolest dynamic, man. I love it. And the other part, we got to know, we got to learn more about the panda. Dude, that's great. I love. I love his 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 set, dude. <laughs> like his gorilla mode. I was like, he looks badass. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, now now it's just like wondering like what's like the older sister's form. It's a, now it's, it's like the question mark. Mm-hmm. Bye. No. No. Uh, the, the, the no. Panda, the panda has three cores. Oh, oh, the panda is yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So no, no love for Mechamaru then in his whole backstory. <laughs> Man, that guy just sitting in his bathtub, you know, just <laughs> hanging out like. <laughs> Hey man, nobody likes me because I got no legs and <laughs> all that. Dude. <laughs> Maybe if you stop man. taking a bath, you can make some friends, that, bro. Sounds like Sasha. <laughs> I, mean, I just, first I just thought of like, <laughs> like Sasuke for some weird reason. Just like I don't yeah, know Nagato? why. Or uh, yeah, 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 Nagato Pain. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a much better. Oh right. right. Yeah, like, I basically really yeah. thought of Pain sitting in a tree. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it definitely sucks in his situation. It would fucking suck. Uh, where you're basically sitting in a bunch of uh, when you're, you're sitting in a bunch of wrappings, look, looking like Shishio from Aroni Kenshin, attached to a bunch of wires in a tub. Yeah, Dude, that's good fuck that. That's terrible. Like, it, like I mean, for that, like that, like that way, I just felt like, dude, like I would, you know, his situation just absolutely sucks too. Yeah, and they have, they even further added to it, you know, with the the juju stroll and everything, where everybody just uses him as like a messenger, <laughs> a message, just like, hey, Mechamaru, you know, just because he's just like robot dude, this is killing in his bathtub way far away. They're just like, oh yeah, we'll use you to, you know, do whatever things we don't want to do. <laughs> so. But I'm, I'm glad he he kind of had his own you know separate bromant with yeah. uh, Panda yeah, at yeah, the yeah. end where he's just like hey you know we're both different but that's okay like you know yeah we're figuring shit out so um I definitely agree with Brian and I I think Ku from last week's you know the love for the Toto bromance with Yuji part of me just wonders like with that bromance being so prominent do we think that anything's gonna happen to Toto where like he's built to be like this like untouchable you know jujutsu user i i have a feeling that he's gonna get taken out in some way or another and that's just gonna like drive yuji to go even more badass than he is or something in that realm i can't see it honestly i could definitely see it like i'm gonna <laughs> be another anime trope where the strong guy like every time we've seen him he's always just like this guy's super strong this guy's super strong he can't die he's good he's good and it's just like wham yeah. you know you get blindsided and you're like oh fuck Mm-hmm. This sucks. <laughs> I'm gonna be a sad, sad boy when that happens. I mean, <laughs> right? I hope not. 
I don't know. Uh, I, I, I one. I mean, if it's gonna happen, I can't see it like being down. I think it have it would have to be like way later on, mainly because like we just had like that one guy that that died. It would almost like take away from that. Uh, I already forgot his name. It's gonna happen I mean, soon or anything. I just think it's Junpei. at some point. Yeah. he's not yeah, safe because it's like Junpei like just died, so it's just like I mean, if another person just kind of died, because usually still doesn't actually like, know what the hell's going on. It's, it's just like he knows he's fighting. Like this guy's fighting him claims he's his best friend and he's still like kind of like what the fuck's happening but he's still going along with like the like the um like the training lessons just because i mean how you're getting better that this guy's taking the time like they i don't know i don't want to say like they have like similar well they might have like similar fighting styles no and, yeah basically yeah. they do have the same fighting yeah. style. yeah so so it's it's more of like i mean I, I, so I, I don't think usually has like the same kind of like uh connection with with uh toto as he did with uh the other guy, Junpei. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh man. Sorry. Poor Junpei. Again, but, but but I don't know, guys. Uh, I think that's one of the things that I hate about the opening for this one is the fact that they're kind of already like foretelling that Eluding Toto, stuff. yeah, Toto and uh, Yuji is going to fight against that one. Uh, the tree. Yeah. Curse yeah. Spirit. The actual tree. So, uh, I'm sure Yuji Plus, and them, they're going to get up to like the same level. And then once they get up to the same level, uh, the villain comes out and then they can finally test a new ability on a new guy. So. Uh, we'll see. I mean, the opening for season doesn't really have much to do with like the first season. So, but, Bro, but there's always a chance. There's always a chance. Yeah. yeah. Brian, that power scale reference, like it, it's, it's, it's kind of like a rough idea of like what he knows. It's not like, cause remember like that wood guy jumped up a couple after. Yeah. Yeah. When he's like, Oh, this guy has to be like tier three. And then Mechamar is like, nah, I'm tier one. He's like, yeah. Oh, bumped. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so. it's, it's also awesome. like, it would be actually pretty cool if, if they showed us like, I kind of like more of that just to see like where, even if it's like, you know, power level, we'll just say power levels. Even if like power levels like changed, it's uh, it still was kind of neat to just to see like what he thinks in his mind, like where everybody ranks. And mm-hmm. I like how the, the girl, <laughs> my I think her name is Mai. She's just mm-hmm. at the bottom, <laughs> completely. And I don't even really know what she does besides swing at like you know has glasses and swings like a, a long like a was it like because she uh, doesn't have much like blade energy yeah. right compared to everyone else. Yeah, because she basically I like, can't see that she has to have those yeah glasses. she has to wear the glasses. My sister. Sure. The girl with the ponytail. Basically, the, the, the picture that Brian posted. Yeah. Oh, um, oh the one I didn't even right, see it. Way bottom. Yep. I'm surprised yeah. the, witch, the witch girl is, like, you know, as high as she is, because it just seems... Listen, man, if you can float in the air on a broomstick, you gotta be some sort <laughs> yeah, of... Yeah, you got some power in you, Dude, you know? What's crazy is, like, okay, the panda, I feel like he's gotta be, getting, like, you know, being, like, uh, like, underselling himself, you know? <laughs> He definitely is. He definitely. Unless he's unless he's just only grading like his actual panda form and not like his gorilla Probably form. Probably not his gorilla. That's why. Yeah. No. Yeah. Or it, it depends also, on. I... Also, maybe because like if he's like the was it a cursed corpse? Maybe he doesn't have the strong like innate curse energy like like actual living beings do. Or... Well, I think it also depends on too like who like the uh, another part that this show actually does it like uh, like points out to a lot. It's like who has like the upper hand or the advantage in certain fights. And it feels like, uh, cause like where how um, Nanami, like he how he made he made it like sound like you know he didn't have the advantage in the fight, and Ando was basically saying like you know when he was in gorilla form, I have the advantage in this fight. So he could also be like, it, so I think it also depends on like just what situation you're currently in. Uh, could also kind of help with the your power I level. Mean, sure, that's shown in general. So yeah, I know, but it's still like, uh, but you never really hear um, why well, actually I, I shouldn't say, but like the shows I've watched recently, they never really point out to the fact like, oh, like this person has advantage. 
Like the last thing I remember, you know, anything with advantage is Pokemon. <laughs> okay, sir. Just but, because yeah. of the panda does not mean this could be correlated to Pokemon, sir. Okay, my bad, my bad. I mean, pandas eat trees and wood, and Mechamaro is like a wood <laughs> exactly. dude. So. Pipe advantage, baby. We're in there. They Yo. eat bamboo. They don't eat wood. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah, man. You gotta do what you gotta wood, do. You know, it I mean, bamboo can kind of fit in that. Man, what you guys need to do is watch Beastars and educate yourself, right? True. Because, True. Because they wow. eat bamboo. I'm not one to right? talk. Wow. You're right. You're right. right. Okay. Bamboo I'll come back fit... when I've watched. Bamboo should fit under wood. I mean, it's a, it's a type of wood, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, are you an expert on bamboo now? No, what but I'm is? just saying though. But you know, pe- like, uh-huh. people use bamboo because you know the shit's sturdy. You know, fake wood looks like wood, but it ain't wood now, is it? <laughs> Tell it to the woodchuck. Uh, right. Are we talking about woodchucks or pandas? But moving on. Uh, moving yeah, on. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, who do you guys think is gonna win in the next fight, Maki or Blue Hair? Uh, due to plot armor, I'd mm. say Maki. Maki. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, I guess. Right, I'm gonna vote for the underdog here. Just underdog? Just what? Okay, yeah. the underdog is always okay. If you know, referencing your power scale, the popularity wise, would be underdog. Maki. Okay. Popularity wise, underdog. Because <laughs> everybody here is voting for Maki, dude. I just gotta, well, you know, just I gotta she's, she's, she's hair, on the okay. Tokyo team, so you assume like. I mean, go, I don't know. I mean, I hope somebody's gotta lose in the big way on the Tokyo team, but. Yeah, that's the lowest leveled one, right? I mean. Unless, because then Maki kind of uh, like, uh, her, her power level is dependent on the tool that she's using since she doesn't have her own curse energy. So I'm sure if she pulls out her secret weapon, she can totally take the uh, the blue hair chick. Um, but to me, I mean, the, yeah, the blue hair girl seems kind of like underwhelming as well, though. The yeah, so like it, earliest skills we've seen. So she might be like one of those characters, Ku, that you said you weren't a biggest fan of, like that are kind of like aloof and like skittish in terms of like their um what's the word i want to use potential. like yeah their potential like they think they're not worth much but then you know at the end of the day it's just like oh no i got these like insane powers that mm-hmm. i call upon in the in the worst case situation so hopefully we don't get that type of situation but i could definitely see that happening too where she's like super op yeah um but i don't know dude, how shows yeah up. yeah they're, they're keeping the quality high, which is good. Yeah. So. I, I like these like battle arcs just because like it, it, I'm always I always wanted to look what they actually do. Well, they're more like flashbacks or flashbacks instead of like battles for now. So, okay. alright, it's well, like half, stuff. half flashback, like half, half nah. battle. So. I mean, it, it's a good way for us to learn everybody's ability in yeah. a way that we feel like there isn't yeah, much like, skin in the yeah, game. Them, yeah, I, I guess I, I I agree with that because like you're already it's you're already put into like these environments with the characters and the spotlights on them. So it's mm-hmm. a good way to like show how like they are, who they are. And like a brief, I don't know, like two minutes, three minutes. Yeah. And nobody's going to kill each other. Most likely. <laughs> well, I, I, shouldn't, know, I shouldn't have said that. I could probably put I up mean, a death flag, but kill yeah. Yuji, but I don't think I kill him. So. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's much more the sense that they're using it as a mean to just show people's abilities. And that's like, okay. You now know the full cast of these two schools' abilities. <laughs> now we can focus back on the uh, the curse, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. tree guy and volcano head. And... Oh, yeah, volcano all, all in all, though, what I hate about this episode the most was the fact that they they tease you about Toto and Yuji's like bonding moment that they're just going to get more like they go more into detail fit and then they just cut you off. Right. Hey man, personally, hey. I'm okay with that because it it gives me <laughs> it's like a, it's something to look forward to, you know? Right? It's no. like a drug, man. They give you a little bump, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, "Oh, they, oh, yeah, oh that was nice." Give me, 
more. They give you a little bit more, and then you're like, like I, need right. I need it. I need it. Now, I know you are like, where is it? What is that? It's like crack, man. I need this. This yeah, you start scratching. You're like, oh man. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. But anyway. I, I got nothing else. Love it, yeah. Keep yeah. on keeping on Jujutsu. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. again, I don't have much else to say, but a lot of action, but or I mean, having fun. So I don't have that much to say. So Soviet for Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, we on next to ReZero. Favorite, my favorite Ooh, episode of this season. So good. Oh, you guys actually like it? Oh, my God. Yes. I liked it. I love Amelia. I love learning about her backstory. I thought this was super interesting and understandable. Yay. Okay. It's nice. It's nice seeing uh, uh, Beetlejuice not nuts. Yeah. You, oh, my you mean, God. It's you mean so juice? You mean, you mean yeah, juice? That, that was so bad, juice? Yes. He used to be such a nice, young, emotional man. Oh, man. Yeah, him and Fortuna, though. Mm, he's uh, yeah, I was going to say, I was happy that I got to add Mama Fortuna to the waifu list. Was... <laughs> right? Ooh, wow. Man, them, them, I don't uh, know why. I don't know where they're sourcing those like Lululemon pants back in those days, but <laughs> it's, it's all right, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so all, all perviness aside, this episode was <laughs> really awesome. Um, I loved learning about young Amelia. She is so cute, um, and just kind of her promiscuity of you know being locked in kind of this room of hers to prevent whatever kind of greater evil or greater truth that they're trying to prevent her from learning about i think that was really interesting to see and um Gius was really great as well his whole relationship with fortuna and then just seeing you know where he came from to what we knew he was now in, in season one i was of the show. surprised to see him in amelia's like history because because i think it was beatrice that mentioned that she was the one that knew like like yeah. juice whatever mm, so like so, true so i was like mm. i'm like why are you here i thought you're related to to beatrice so i wonder where she fits in all that so mm. and then i just want to say yeah. that um uh like because i was uh comparing this to when subaru did his past because uh subaru's trial was more on his character and learning about more of like his character development, where I think Amelia, it's much more lore focused. So that, I think that's why I really enjoyed it. Like kind of where, where um, where you guys didn't really enjoy season two as much because like it was, uh, where you guys thought you know it was dragging on too much. Where mm -hmm. like for me, like I I was just like taking all the lore. So like mm -hmm. that, so that, this episode, like again, yeah, just more lore for me to like look onto and try to try to um, see what's going on in this world. Definitely. I, I think the thing for me as well was the intrigue into the fact of how much Gius in the past looks like Subaru. And is that just because of it's Amelia's, you know, memories that we're diving back into? And she's like super imposing that kind of similarity based on kind of the current events. Or is there something deeper there of like Gius and Subaru are like really similar characters? It's just that these are two different paths that each character went down respectively. Hmm. If that makes sense, I don't know. Um, I, I never really thought of him like like similar to Subaru or looking similar like Subaru, but I mean, if you think about last week's episode too, like Subaru is basically using Gius's powers, so they're definitely kind of alluding to that in in some sense. It may be a stretch, you know, at the end of the day, but I definitely can't help but think like they're not they wouldn't do that for a reason of like why they kind of look similar to each other and then why he's inheriting like similar abilities because uh i'm just oh, really yeah. curious like because 
it's i thought the whole thing with him was that um it was before he was like corrupted by like the the witch factor of the sloth but then like when mm-hmm. he saw amelia and he was happy I'm, is it because like because he he saw her as like satelia and he's that's why he was he was super happy he thought that was like his salvation or something so i wonder what's what's going on there yeah i don't think there's enough info given for that yet as of right now that's that's, that's what made me curious like why is he so happy seeing amelia when i thought this was supposed to be before being involved with like the witch this is where the cult or whatever i mean Mm -hmm. i think it's basically like isn't it supposed to be like her kid or like amelia is like the the, like is it basically kind of like hinting like where she's like the like kind of like the child of uh um, well, probably important figures, but I don't know if it's uh, like as of right now, it's just speculation. But yeah, it's possible she could have been the child of a witch or yeah. a child of like two I'm, important figures. We don't know what happened to Mama Fortuna's like sister, Amelia's mother, and then the husband or whatever. No, they they kind of like alluded to like, or oh, go ahead. Did I they think, uh, give for, more light well, into it? Fortuna's, I think the, the her brother is the father. Yeah. I think that the, the, oh, sorry. Yeah. The mom's sorry. The human. Mix that up. Yeah. 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 So wait, I just know wait, that they wait. alluded. David, what did you just say? Say that again. Uh, for, for, for Tuna is like uh, her, or was it the brother? Like her brother is Amelia's dad. Yeah. The the elf. That's and what then I was the yeah, mom is the human. Okay. It's, I thought yeah. it was the other way around. Okay. No, no, it's the, the dad is the, the elf. So. Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of just interesting to know like how Gius's group came together with Fortuna's group and kind of what relationships to the brother that they had that yeah. they're you know kind of tasked with bringing them these resources from the outside world because i think even gia said it like you know he kind of keeps them updated on like what kind of what kind of state the outside world is in well, while they're kind of in their you know la la land like elf hmm. life i wonder like if they're already like involved with, like the witch's cult because they're like because they're because they're already wearing all the clothes yeah. and they say like Libre. they're just saying oh i'm sorry we have to do this to you like like keeping you in this forest so it's like yeah it's the cage of sorts yeah, as well so, like we need more details on that mm-hmm. oh man but how do you guys feel about the archbishop popping Dude, up like oh, when, he said, when he said he was good. free it's like oh my god like was, was, what? That the, was that the same guy from the very beginning of yes yeah <laughs> okay he showed up with uh gluttony the other like, archbishop. yeah did he look different this time somehow or I, am i, I just recognize him? Him, i mean but... he he is pretty younger, similar i think so maybe Wait, uh he was he, i didn't yeah, know he was in the past yeah uh, did he die i, I thought they looked the... no did, no he didn't die no he, he didn't, didn't die? die okay i think they looked the same because that's why i was confused when they you know in amelia's memory flashback he looked exactly like he did in the beginning of the season yeah. i'm like oh no amelia didn't see him only rem Super and Rem. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, right. You're right. Okay, I didn't realize like the the one in the very beginning. I didn't realize he was the Archbishop of Greed. Okay, because mm-hmm. so I'm wondering how Amelia is gonna react then in front of. Like, well, actually, I don't know if she knows. A cat knows the Witch of Greed then. So there's that. But it's like yeah. like this whole season like it's all about like like the greed um like fa- faction and like their group. So like mm-hmm. so I guess. If he is degreed, like, well, how are they gonna deal with him then going forward? Because, like, it's all related to Aketna, but it sounds like he's trying to help out like Subaru and his group. So, I'm really uh, interested to see how that's gonna turn out. Yeah, we're gonna definitely need a couple episodes to see how it plays out because it could definitely go either way. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, what do yeah, you guys think is behind that door in the forest? 
that Amelia came across due to the spirits. I don't know. The rabbits. The portal back to Subaru's normal world. Yeah, the portal to the real world. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's like some witch domain that they're... I don't know. I, I have no I idea. I wonder if it's like religious Because wasn't when um, Subaru visited um, Echidna's okay. realm, wasn't there a door as well of sorts that they had? Or was that just the... that somebody pulled out, but I think... It was, was that like the girl something... that's in like the the torture? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Cameron and she yeah. pulled some like door thing yeah. out. I couldn't yeah. remember if it was kind of similar looking or not. I may just be misremembering, but I don't remember uh, that at all. Definitely seems witch related for sure. Yeah, I want to say it was probably uh, it's probably like Amelia's parents. Like the reason why they're locked up yeah. and watch Jesus steal is because of her parents, right? That's why there's such a big mystery behind it. Uh, and since she is the witch of ice or whatever, I'm assuming her father was also the wizard or witch of ice as well and they had to close them off because maybe they're actually evil mm -hmm. um, definitely could be yeah but definitely oh. it's it, it, it's up in the air so have we um i'm sorry you guys i don't know why i'm so bad at following this show but like with puck have we learned yet if puck is still around and throughout all uh, throughout all this like um, backstory. Do we know where Puck came from or who Puck is definitively? Um, is this so, something I missed? Well, uh, Puck. It, it, it's really weird, like trying to understand what's happening around Puck because he was in that crystal that Subaru yeah. threw at Garfield. So that's the last time we seen Puck. So I assume he's still in that crystal. Mm -hmm. Um, where he came from, I don't know exact origins. I just know that in in the OVA, he was with Amelia when she mm -hmm. woke up from like mm -hmm. her her ice her frozen ice um statue so mm -hmm. are, are the spirits that amelia was interacting with as a child were those not like related to puck in a oh, way i kind of want to say no. no i don't know i want i kind of think they are Maybe. just because they're blue and like it reminds yeah. of ice, but yeah but we don't know for sure oh guys 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 what if what if right fortuna is actually puck and that's See, why that's what i was thinking she earlier had to, had to leave him right yeah because she they actually sound kind of similar like just slightly and I, that's what originally made me think it but then i thought well it kind of seems to me like it might have been a person to amelia or but i don't I got, know i got a real big stretch the fairies the little blue fairies that could be puck were leading amelia to the door so maybe puck is behind the door and he's really the evil mastermind oh mm -hmm. Big pig. It's definitely not the case. <laughs> Big brain. All right. So whoever's right, uh, I guess they get a free steak dinner next time. Ooh. Yeah. Uh -huh. we'll figure it out. There we go. God. All right. Place your bets, boys. What's happening behind? What's behind door number Who's one? Who's behind the door? Yeah, exactly. Who, who has behind been door really, number one? Who has been really on it this season? So I'm placing bets on Ku. <laughs> it's a self-deemed profit. It's a good yeah. bet. That's the, those are the best profits, sir. <laughs> But yeah, I, I was really happy that this episode went into that lore dive that we were talking about, you know, in previous uh, weeks that we really were, were looking forward to. So we well, got actually, what we asked for. Uh, a meaningful be, lore be dive. You, I actually didn't like this episode because of the lore dub, because it's driving you away from possible airtime for solving what's already happening in the real yeah, world. Yeah, true. Because you know, odds are they're going to take another episode or two or maybe three to dive more into this. And then now we have to figure out exactly how it ties into the trial, um, how yeah. they're gonna like liberate, uh, like 
uh, release the sanctuary and you know go to the mansion. Yeah, because we you don't know. You didn't right, even mention Rem Koo. I thought that was the first thing you were gonna say was that they have to fix Rem. That's it. Rem's no, behind Rem's, the door. Well, Taylor, <laughs> we have to get out the sanctuary first. Rem right? is so we far get the first on, two out like, the There's no way we're getting anything done with Rem. Like we're, we're no, no, so no, far it's, off from like saving. I've her. got it. Yeah. It's like Full Metal Alchemist. The door, Rem's behind the door. That's where her soul is or her body, you know. And then they're gonna open it. And then... The truth. Oh boy. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Oh, I'm so okay, real quick. I'm so glad I got past that point because I'm watching Full Metal Alchemist right now too. I was about to roll. Oh, man. Wait, what? For the first time. Everything. Yeah, first time. Oh my god. Okay. I'm I need so to learn glad that. I got past that point. No, you're good. Okay. Next time, if I just start, somebody just start yelling. <laughs> whoa, whoa, if whoa. you haven't seen it, be like, stop! <laughs> no more! Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know, but... I, don't know. I, think, I think that's a good place to stop, but honest. Mm. I don't know, but... I mean, I'm still enjoying the show. I I think I'm, like, the one that's enjoying the show the most, just because I, like, unlike Koo here, I love this lore dump. Like, I want to know more about like the world and its history and like especially the witches like that's like the most interesting thing to me about the show so yep so i'm all about it even though i do understand like the frustration that we're still in the sanctuary and we still gotta save the mansion so and rem rem, rem well. we're not gonna get to rem yeah. no that's way too too far off so but i think that's gonna be it for our v0 and then um we'll move on to dr stone uh, then I don't remember Brian were you on last week when we talked about Dr. Stone I don't believe okay this, so. so but what do you think of this season so far Dr. Stone uh not oh, bad was... a oh. whole lot of running <laughs> well, uh, okay well, no. well Justin were you caught up I forgot yeah no. I caught up okay so oh, what are your thoughts God. then because we didn't hear it from you uh I really enjoyed you know the season so far um I think the latest episode, I can kind of agree um, with, with Brian's sentiments of a lot of running of sorts <laughs> kind of still at play. But I, I feel like that's a common theme with the show, of, you know, kind of crazy things going on from faction to faction. And then they just drop in like different technological advancements occurring uh, with Senku in his group. Um, I did really enjoy the subtle um, relationship to all might with magma in this episode when they're yeah. running away from the <laughs> archer and he uses the yeah. smash ability and i was just like ah, oh, very clever very clever i love okay. the connection i was thinking of that but oh, sure um oh i mean that was just the first thing that i noticed at the beginning of the episode but then seeing taiju and um the other girl whose name i'm forgetting Yuzuhara. uh Yuzuhara, having that connection and them finally reconvene after being a full year that you know senku had kind of faked his death um that was really nice seeing that kind of you know reconnection between the two. I miss Taiju, man. Oh, Taiju's awesome. <laughs> oh, I never really cared much about him. Same. It's all about Senku for me. Same. Actually, I like I really like Senku and Chrome, or like they're my yeah. two favorite. So, I mean, that, they are right, but they ain't Taiju, you know. No, they're very Taiju. I'm with you on this one, Koo. <laughs> just ball in his eyes. I was just like, I am Senku. Like, and Senku's like, you're not Senku. Like, bro, that's not even you. <laughs> he just gets so deep into his emotions that he can't help yeah, it. I love this guy, it. He's honest, real. He ain't useless. You know, like, grade A character here, man. Grade A. But. Like, even like what, like how like where it was like going towards like the ending where they were trying to like uh 
Like my favorite part was definitely when they were trying to like when they were trying to win over that that uh, bodyguard bodyguard girl over to their side. Oh, Nikki, Basically, yeah, just the the crazy shit that Senku pulled off. <laughs> Do you mean the calc his, or, his the calculations the calculation, yeah. equation? The cal- which, yeah, is what, yeah. which is what you use. That's what you use to like, figure out if there's like an alien civilization. He used that to figure out the number of songs yeah. sold. Basically, That's... whether he just gives them like three options, he's like, nah, we're doing the fourth. We're going to get the correct yeah, option answer. D, right answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought that was awesome. Uh, or like, and it was trying, to, well, like, trying to guess her proportions based on the memory of the picture, even though I guess it was <laughs> yep. off. The whole bus you... no, 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 no. He was actually legit, but she lied about it in, uh, in, in the magazines or yeah. whatever. Well, those aren't her real ones. Well, but that's, that's, that's what they say as an excuse, yeah. so you thick. don't know. Yeah. It was thick. <laughs> I was like, yeah, those are some nice coordinates or uh, nice numbers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> coordinates. <laughs> they but, might as well be dead. Did you guys see how high the numbers were? I was like, oh, yeah. Well, they're, 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 yeah. Well, they I don't use, know what they mean. They but... use centimeters, so like, I don't know what that yeah what that means. And like, yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, oh, I'm right, assuming it's right. pretty good. Yeah. Either with that, and then also where you just find like she's like a super fan. Mm-hmm. It's like not even like caring about that, but that whole thing where basically like the ending, I thought it was so good. Mm. I, yeah. I actually like I, I really enjoyed that quite a bit. I don't know, like that was the way they persuade. Like it was not as like as thoughtful, oh, it as, thoughtful but... as that. Was, yeah, it was more, much more ridiculous than like the whole like you know Turner IQ that's been going on in the show. Mm-hmm. So that's why mm-hmm. I thought this episode was kind of weak compared to the rest of the season. But I don't yeah. know. I thought this was fairly solid. The one thing, if I did have to say a negative, is just how campy they keep it around of, like, even with Taiju of, like, Senku, like, this plan of yours involves no deaths, right? And he's like, yep, no deaths. That's and just, like, that's, like, kind of the recurring themes of just, like, all right, we're doing this, and we're going to do it with no deaths, whether that makes it much harder than it needs to be. Like, don't worry, I'm big brain. Like, we'll figure it out at the end of the day. And I think mm-hmm. even in the previous episode when uh, Chrome, Gen, and Magma are, like, sneaking to the enemy camp, and they find, like the other stone soldiers that have like the numbers on their head and like they could have easily just like broke their arms off or done anything and that's what magma wanted to do but then they were just like oh no we can't do that like we can't we can't kill people and it's just like yo if you were in a war and like this was life (laughs) or death like yeah i'm snapping those fools heads off like those guys were jacked (laughs) they're like the pillar men from jojo's bizarre adventure i'm not messing with them (laughs) so that's the only thing if i had to say negative but I i love the good you know action comedy and, and lightheartedness that dr stone brings at the end of the day very well so yeah like like just like how it like uh how it presents itself just sort of where it's like uh it, it it can take itself seriously but at this uh, like a lot of times it doesn't really either or just like makes fun of it well i mean yeah the, Which, the first season like it had so much emotion for for like a science show or what trying to have the science as like the big selling point there was a lot of emotional moments in season yeah. one yeah so it was good too so yeah, i, I really like that good. mix as well but it is. It is still an anime, sir. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But like the whole thing with his dad, I thought was really good. Um, mm. but even with like with the super fan, I thought that whole moment was good too because it basically seemed like like she was her life, and then it was it, like also at I the mean, same time you have fans to be, are so yeah. But the thing is, across. you have to be like, but you have to be absolutely shocked too because like you haven't heard music forever, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's just like you hear like a like all of a sudden like a song, and then like for that super fan to be like that song of hers. Like it'd be like like already like because I know like the part where uh, where he was saying like oh man like uh, Senku you're hella unlucky I would say he's actually fairly lucky to actually have that song like set up and basically like where you end up running into like the super fan yeah no mm-hmm. definitely flat out with the box <laughs> and she's yeah. absolutely jacked dude fucking what, what was that Kenpo or 
uh, karate master or judo master? I seem like judo. He, he, she's on that Brian workout. <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, <laughs> I fair, would do it. I wish all that kind sure. of workout, dude. <laughs> what do you For mean? Real. I wish all that kind of jack. <laughs> oh. But I don't know. It wasn't uh, Sukasa's level because uh, Taiji would have got fucked up if that was the case. Yeah, but yeah. I had like I, like I didn't know anything about like like this this character, but I still actually teared up at the end of it. I thought I don't know why, but it was just it was. I just thought it was just good. Yeah, no, so far dark. so good. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is still like one of my top shows. Mm-hmm. But our next one that we're talking about is getting pretty close to it for me. <laughs> so does anyone else have anything to say about Doctor Stone? Right, uh, guess, no, no. Nope. Okay, yeah. So I guess we'll leave it there. Hopefully, um, next week, uh, we can say one more. So I guess this is more about just like it was more of a feel good episode. I think next week we'll have more discussions. So that's it for mm-hmm. Dr. Stone. Move on. Strands building up to Mushoku Tensei. Oh, yes. Some yeah. of the things that did not Lead expect it at all. Yeah. <laughs> Take it away, no. Take it away no. sir. Yo, David, right, go ahead. talk about talk about tropes and shit no i did not see this shit happening at all and no type of trope dude this dude opened up and i was like excuse me yeah. right like first brian like before that like when they when she said like she was pregnant everybody kind of stopped i was like wait because I, like, I i definitely wasn't like even like thinking it was gonna be the dad i thought it was gonna be like somebody else like and then she was just gonna like, like leave or something like that and then they have it followed up by like his dad just immediately saying it I'm just like, wait, what the fuck just happened? Like, everything happened so quick. It just, it just completely blew my mind. I will say it, like, like for a show that you was kind of, like, comedic, like, mostly, like, it got really serious when that part happened. Like, that's yeah. what, that's why I noticed, too. Like, this, like, this whole, like, this whole, like, thing, it just, it got really serious. So, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't expecting it either. Yeah. So. Yeah. It just does a job so well of, you know, transitioning from seriousness to comedicness to whatever it kind of needs to be. And I think like, you know, everybody kind of said here, like with what Paul, you know, did and, and came forward with is definitely something of like, holy shit, like, how, how did we get here? But it's so fitting to Paul, too, of like, you know, everything else that we've learned <laughs> about him leading up to him, of like, apart from being a badass swordsman and stuff, and we, we did get to learn a little bit more about his swordsmanship and level later on in this episode. But, oh, man, I was dying when he's just sitting there and he just has this, you know, like, no emotional face. He's just like, it's mine. And everybody just kind of, like, slow turns to him, like, yeah. what? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, who? And then even when Rudy was trying to, like, you know, make his mom feel better for what had happened, and he creates, like, the whole elaborate backstory, it was just like, yeah, you know, Paul's going to do what Paul's going to do. Like, we're here now. <laughs> these these are my brothers and sisters. Like, you know, he's trying to help his mom just get over, like, the, the horridness of the situation at the end. Oh, no, I don't think Rudy... it was helping the mom. It was all about helping out uh, Lilia, like, the maid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. But, yeah, and the thing is, like Rudy had no clue what was happening either. Like he he was completely blown away as like when that announcement was as well. Yeah, I mean it's oh, crazy man. though because like how everything's so connected. Like she's the maid, but she was also childhood Paul's friends. like yeah. childhood mm-hmm. friend. Oh she yeah, instantly mm-hmm. broke the trope. Childhood friend never wins. Man, she. Well, she I did mean, a whole well, seduction thing, dude. Married, I mean, but I guess she, she won a war. Hey, doesn't matter. <laughs> apparently, that don't matter. Apparently, that don't matter to her. So, yeah. And then basically, you have Rudy. Is just like, you know what? I, I just want brothers yeah. and sisters. Okay, well, like that's, that's the other show. But like, of course, like his siblings gonna be little sisters because it's always gotta be a little sister. Yeah, but how awkward is that fucking household when you be? 
<laughs> you know, when you have basically like I'm, I'm just like, saying uh, like um, yeah. at least for like for the, the mom Zenith, like like for her to have a little sister, that that's that's pretty cool because that's what is you always gonna have the little sister. But I mean, are they both sisters? Are they both girls? Do I think they're know? both girls. Okay. Oh, Norn and Ina. I'm pretty sure they're yeah. both girls. Like, yeah. Unless for me, Norn sounds like a dude's name. That's fair. Uh, yeah. That's fair. I'm horrible, I'm horrible I don't know. names, so I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, that was... Uh, although I gotta say, of those one thing I was disappointed about in this show was the section Ooh. where they showed off uh, Lilia like, uh, doing the, the bathing scene. I expected more uh, top-quality animation. On Lilia, but I mean, uh, I, I thought it was fine. Uh, you know, this isn't I, really one of those uncensored shows, there. No, I expect a little bit more. You know, more, more curves, more, more defining like HD graphics. <laughs> I mean, she's a, dude. She's a maid. When's she gonna find the time to work out? Bro, she used to uh, do swordsmanship with uh, with with Paul. All right. like that. Who? I don't know, man. When you're Good over time. there just cleaning all the time, man, I don't think you have time anymore to you know. Dude, I don't know, man. Manual labor takes a lot out of you. You know, you got to clean up the house. You got to scrub <laughs> yeah. the stone. Yeah. Dude, there's no washing machines. You got to wash your shit by hand. Broom. You got to draw a bath. You got to carry this giant-ass uh, like wooden tub up the up to people's rooms and shit. Bro, it's... I don't know, man. Medieval times is harsh, bro. I thought the animation was fine. I don't know. I, don't, I yeah. have no idea what Kuz... Like, yeah. I don't know why I think it was bad or anything. Like, it was fine to me. Yeah. No, you, I mean, guys just need, the... uh, you just need to up your standards. I mean, if I was in the house, <laughs> okay. I mean, what, what, what about uh, Gislaine, the the new character yeah, that we dude, learned Gislaine. of at the end of? Oh yeah, she was. Oh, she was. Yeah, with her. Oh hell yeah. But you know, it's it's not about her right now. It's about Lilia, right? We'll, we'll learn more yeah, about yeah, her. Sorry, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, 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 true. I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah, Lilia's time, right? No, but I mean, it was perfectly fine. The uh, it was also really nice too, just to see like kind of like what the, um, like what the animation can be like in battle scenes, like when when Rudy was actually using like his uh, oh, his, his magic. magic. Yeah, Dude, that, that looked really so well sick. Done. Yeah, <laughs> it was uh, I, I thought that was really well done. Where he was basically just using like the he's just using wind and, like uh, just the elements oh, as well, just yeah. to, like to like boost it, like just to boost his skills. I thought it was actually well, I thought that was really sick. And then you actually got to see just like how top tier like his dad is. When he basically just used like shoe. Well, I mean, he's still like, even though he's still <laughs> yeah, kid, right. But like, yeah, oh, yeah. Dude, it was just so unfair. That like Rudy stood no chance, man. I feel kind of bad oh, for him. No. He got knocked the yeah, fuck right. Ah, he, did, ah, he wanted ah. to stay there, stay with Sylphie. He got knocked the fuck out, and now he's just on a wagon to God knows where. <laughs> but he's with he's with a top tier waifu. So I was gonna say, bad. yeah, he yeah, came out of hell. It, it, He'll bad, be okay. But, yeah, you know, damn well he can't do shit. Come on now, there's no way. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Then we can't forget about uh, Roxy, you know, given her update of how now she's just the plaything of some other prince in some far off land. Oh, yeah. But I she mean. learned uh, king magic, though. So that's the key takeaway. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. at least growing. Yeah. She's at least like, you know, because like, you know, for like a long time, like she didn't think like she thought she like hit her ceiling. Yeah. And then she actually just realized that she can actually can she can continue like uh, going up. Yeah, so it's actually good for her. Yeah, and it was nice that we got to learn a little bit more about, like, magic users, because when Rudy was saying, like, oh, how special, like, is King Magic? And I think it was Paul that said, like, oh, you know, you can only count, like, as many fingers as you have for users yeah. that can use this level of magic. Whether or not that's true, like, who knows? Maybe I'm just reading too much into it, but I thought it was a nice little, like, backdrop. Yeah. Wasn't it, like, six or something? Oh, I have no something like that. Less than I, ten. Yeah, less than ten, <laughs> for sure. That's so, all I got. Is Rudy currently going to like a job? 
That's what I'm oh, assuming. Yeah. As far as we know, far we don't know what kind of okay. job it's going to be. But okay. I want to say he's probably a mercenary for hire based on how the uh, that one chick looked. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, there's probably going to be a time, time skip. Oh. He's going to work on his swordsmanship. He's going to be a mercenary for hire. Because I'd imagine that's the only thing you can do during that time frame or time period to to make as much money as possible since the idea is that he wants to pay for him and Sophie's uh tuition for magic yep, school. Right. So. And a part of that is they also kind of alluded to the green hair and red eyes thing a little bit where um where his, his where his dad was was mentioning about how like you know are you actually like like planning on still was it still I, I can't remember if it was like still hanging out with her or like still like uh you know bring her around like I, it kind of like made me think back to when they like early on when they said like avoid the green hair red eyes and a stone yeah. and you know she had everything but the stone but then it also made it seem like there's some questionable stuff that's uh around her as well where yeah. i can't remember exactly what his dad said was it something like like, like don't hang around her or um no, I, don't think, I don't think it i don't think i don't think but i got the vibes of it and i can't remember no, I don't, what it I don't, was I don't think he meant it in like a bad way in a sense. Oh, I, think it meant, I think it's more of uh, it might be too much for him to handle um, mm. to support him and her at the same time. Um, I don't know, yeah, because don't know. like because Rudy's like already OP and he's young. Uh, like, it, it sounds like he's pretty special with, compared with, to with, with magic. But yeah, but even that, like, as you saw, <laughs> Paul. <laughs> Paul still kicked his ass, so yeah. But he'll get well. Yeah, but Paul's also what top, like basically like S tier. No, but like you mentioned, like he's still a child, right? He's still. I mean, I guess he has the body of a child, even though he he's mentally a forty year old. Um, right. But he's also like very small. He won't really be able to protect her when a time comes, in a sense. And if you're going to be living on your own in like who knows where in a major city, and you have to like defend you and Sophie, who are both kids. Uh, it might be too much for him, so I guess that's what he was referring to. As you uh, don't rely on that as much, um, I, I completely took it the other way. <laughs> right? I, I mean, it, it's it's really possible, right? Because, like I said, if you look at a person's hair, you can kind of tell they're demon or elf or whatever race. Right. But I really think that it's just the fact that you know it looks like Rudy, like he's planning to kind of like run away for in a sense, or to make sure to hold mm-hmm. on to her at all costs because that's what she wants as well. Right. But because he's still a child, uh, he's not yeah. ready for that yet. So that's probably why his dad took him on a uh, on this uh, side quest to be more uh, proficient with your sword ability. Yeah, yeah. More I can see that. yeah. So do we think then the side quest is going to be like a means to just like a not like a time skip type focus, but just that when Rudy gets back now, Sylphie will be like much more OP in some way or have some evolution of her own or I, I would have more of. I would have more of an idea, like, cause, but we have no idea even how long Rudy's gonna be gone. I know, yeah, <laughs> so, right. Like, it, he just kind of got thrown into a wagon, and he's just on his way, and yeah. we don't know. Is this gonna be his that. his Piccolo and Gohan arc, where you know he's now just? <laughs> oh, I would, I would, well, I would take I would take this current <laughs> situation over Piccolo. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I should have said like. Uh... Even even not Ichi, knowing where Ichi I'm go going, Yoroichi would be a better. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. Yeah. Even with the male to female relationship, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> sure. I mean, right. But in this episode alone, they they bypassed or they just flew by nine months or whatever, or no, even more than that, maybe a year or two since uh, he's from the beginning now. of the episode. Yeah. So like, Wait, it wouldn't surprise yeah. me. It wouldn't surprise me they use this as a time skip mechanism as well, right? Like, Dang. oh, he went out his job. He's finally back. His sisters grew up. He has enough money to go to a university now. Uh, because if they only have like eleven to twelve episodes, I'm, I'm assuming you're just gonna keep. 
like, I don't think skipping around. I think, I think it's split Koraku. I think they're gonna have at least like two seasons. So, oh, okay, I think well, we're gonna be fine with the pace. It. Like it seems like no, they're right. actually pacing I, it because we're we're still as childhood when it's like this is usually the part where you time skip to like high school age or something. I'm guessing oh, his. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing like the childhood stuff is gonna be like these eleven episodes, and like at the end of it. It'll either be it'll either be him like joining that magic school or like leaving like the house in a sense. Hmm. I think. I don't know though. It, that, that that's just kind of like my guess. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see what else, what else was there. Um, I don't know if I have anything else really. I just want to say that Lilia is the MVP because apparently she also knew of. Rudy's uh treasure relic, yeah. Oh, relic. Rudy, and he that. didn't say any. He didn't Yo, say anything. No, no snitching. <laughs> even, even when Lily's He's a real like, one. Even when they, they kind of flashback with how Lily is found like Rudy's fan. I just thought this kid was a creep for the. For oh the yeah, when he was, she was. <laughs> That's what she was, but <laughs> like, like just like the look he would give, like just like that, the whole <laughs> that whole thing. I thought it was just hilarious. Where it's just like he's rolling around with just like a pair of panties and just like staring at her, which is creepy as fuck. Also. Uh, oh. um, I, I think like uh, like Rudy's conversation with uh, conversations with his dad, like either about women or just in general, are just they, they always seem just like top notch, which I think it was also like a really good point where Rudy's just like, man, I can't. He's like this guy's like scum, but he's also like, but I can't help but respect this guy. He's not scum. Mm-hmm. He's 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 more of a, a please He's kind of scum. He's kind of scum, sir. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh. He's, He's yeah, because like especially with that that like that story with like Lilia back in the day when they were childhood friends, eh, yeah, it's pretty scum move. <laughs> nah, uh, it's, uh, they were friends. It was okay. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah, okay, sure. yeah. Hey, back in medieval times, I don't know. That maybe that's just how they rolled. You that's know? your excuse. Like, yeah. Right. If, if, you know, I know. If, if this man just if this man was didn't have the ability to just kill whoever he wanted in that household, I'm sure we'd have a different story with Lilia. Hey, if, if if kings were able to have as many wives as they want and you know or do they whatever they please, right? <laughs> Why can't a man of Paul's stature, right, do whatever he pleases? This man's a fucking legend, piss. okay? Yeah, apparently, yeah. But apparently did he world... die? Did she leave? No. All right. I mean, well, that's, that's, Paul's, that's because of, Paul's that's, got the goods. No, that's because Paul's of Rudy. Got the goods. That's because of Rudy. Rudy <laughs> saved that situation. Rudy saved that household. Yes, he did for his own mm-hmm. good. <laughs> No, he saved Lilia. I don't know if he saved the household. I'm pretty sure Paul's still fucked, but uh, no, we'll, yeah, so we'll, save we'll the start. household basically. Yeah. Yeah. Who's gonna fuck with Paul? He's fine. I don't know, man. Women are scary, dude. I, have no idea. <laughs> I mean, so is that Shumpo shit. So you know, when you're considered like a god, when you're considered like what god tier uh, swordsman, you know. But but Paul did have his head in shame the whole time for the first five or ten minutes. So oh, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, women are scary. Okay, no matter yeah. how strong you are, may- maybe he just. Yeah, man. Just look at Chichi. Yeah, bro. Even Chichi Goku control. can't. Even yeah, Goku he... can't control that woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude. Like, Gohan could have been a prodigy, but Chichi had a say in it. So. Yeah. God, mm-hmm. Terrible. That, that, okay. <laughs> I, I like I like Paul's wife way more than Chichi. Chichi held back like, what could have been greatness. Sure, sure. For books. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm I done. Think, we're going to go track. For, I think we're good for Mushoku Tensei. So, yes, yes. leave it for next week. Hopefully, get the same good. reaction still, as we did for this one. Dude, still, this oh, show dude. is so good. Okay. <laughs> Every Sunday, I would. Yep. Oh, let's go. Yep. <laughs> I woke up too early today. It wasn't right. It wasn't ready for me. <laughs> uh.
Right. Oh, fuck. Love this show. All right, so that's yep. it for Mushoku Tensei. So we're going to run to our next show, Promise Neverland. Um, actually, I don't know. This episode, I kind of was not feeling the way the direction of the story is going because just first this the whole the whole like military squad showing up that was really random and because i had this idea of, like this world was like full of demons and and kids and then maybe just like like the the only other adults were like the caretakers like like the older women i was not expecting this full crew of military dudes showing up and like opening up the the shelter and you know we, we kind of built up the shelter last episode as just like oh maybe we'll get back to season one vibes where we're slowly trying to like um, just I'll play each other in this one specific area, but nope, that we're already gone. So I don't know. I don't know if I was the only that thought this way, or what were everyone thoughts on how I guess how much the direction changed? Yep, I uh, I wholeheartedly agree. I thought this was the first mech episode of the entire show. I'm including the first season, so I felt the same way. They built up the bunker. There was some tension with it, and it felt like within the first five minutes, all that tension was gone. And I was just like, oh. And then I agree with the entire you know, military coming in, and those guys seem like complete idiots, honestly. He's like, oh, there's some kids in here. He's like, wait, they got me in here. He's like, wait, they do? <laughs> just throw Stupid like troopers of that in. world. Also, like, it's yeah. 12-year-old kids, like, out outmaneuvering a bunch of military dudes like really you, you got surprised by what like the the broadcast room you, you got hit by one little thing and then you, you get let the kids run away like yeah it was just it was too convenient the way they were able to escape it, it just felt almost like hammed in um the tension just wasn't there and yeah I, i'm with you on this episode i just thought this is probably the least promised neverland episode we've seen to this point I agreed. Damn. I didn't. I didn't really feel that way. I mean, I have. I was fine with it. Okay. <laughs> I, like. I, I mean. I. Like, well. Like when I say I'm fine with it, like. It didn't like outright bother me. Like I didn't really have any thoughts about specifically about like the military people entering the bunker. I didn't have any like positive or negative thoughts about that. It, for me, it was just like another step to take, and I was really much more focused on what was happening with Isabella. Um. Because I'm very curious about that. I don't fully understand. Because I've been wondering the whole time, like, what happened to her? If she's in trouble? If she's been if killed for, like, fucking up so bad? Like, I I was really curious to see, like, what was going on with her. So I, I was pretty... For me, I was focused on what was happening with her. Um, and like I said, I mean, it didn't seem that weird to me that they would go after them. So it didn't strike me the wrong just, way. It was the military dudes that really bothered me because I like I thought like this world was so separate from like the human world, but like why are they here? Like I thought the whole point is just having kids as kids be eating and then also like the the caretaker. So why are the military well, dudes here? I'm sure that they probably have humans there as slaves to do work for them and stuff like that, right? I mean But then again if there's a deal to not do that to each other then maybe not but maybe they were kids that were like raised there but for whatever reason couldn't be eaten or were deficient or something and so they have to do something with them so they take them as slaves like i mean i guess i just don't really think it's that much of a stretch that there'd be people there that are conscripted into this sort of service for whatever reason I don't know. and they'd probably mm -hmm. get like extra benefits of doing that too to protect themselves or their families or whatever i don't know how many there are but I'm not saying it's the best thing that they've ever introduced. It just didn't bother me outright. I think 
So I'm not bothered by the fact that it's just humans in this world. I'm bothered by the execution of it, where I just felt like it fell absolutely flat. Like, for example, yeah, yeah I would agree with of, that. Yeah, they get out of the bunker, and then oh, these guys are protecting them from the forest, or not protecting them, but they're isolating them, preventing them from getting to the forest. One guy shoots off his gun, and then all of a sudden that monster comes out and just kills all of them, right? Like, very conveniently, stab him in the eye, and then monster's done. Okay. I, I, it's just like the stretching you have to do there mm-hmm. and the kind of like plot armor for the kids. It was just, it took me out of it. And typically, the promise of land is it keeps you in. Um so I, I really didn't like that aspect. I think the explanation we're going to get is this. Humans um, do some pretty dirty dealing for them. They're probably under the control of those demons. And I think, you know, what's his face? Rosie McGavin. He was like, hey, listen, if the certain plan right now falls through, then uh, then we'll get you back into action because you can get the kids, right? So Isabella was like, oh. And Grandma alluded to it too, right? Grandma's like the head honcho. She's really smart. I think she has certain humans working for her as well in combination with the aliens that are, or the demons that, you know, they probably try to get them because they don't want to hurt them necessarily. Maybe they even had rubber bullets. I have no idea, but they probably want to save the smartest of the smartest because these seem like Emma Ray seem like the two smartest kids they've probably ever had. And that farm seems to be head and shoulders above every other farm in terms of the kids that they put out. So I, it's like, I get it, but I also feel like the story is just, it's it's not as surprising to me. Like, I guarantee you what Rosie McGovna said to Isabella when he whispered it, and all of a sudden you can hear it. I bet you he said, hey, listen, you get those kids for us, you get to take Ray, and you're free to go That's do whatever exactly you want. exactly what I was thinking, yeah. Right? Like, the show in that, and if I'm wrong, great, then you, the show has surprised me. But if it does go that route and it's revealed like, this is what she wanted all along, but then they betray her. I don't know. Um, I'm going to withhold my judgment with, for another you know, couple episodes, but I'm very hesitant now because I feel like I, the bunker had so much potential. And the help sign, the phone call with Dr. Minerva, it all just kind of, it was just like there. It was like exposition when I want tension, I want drama. So uh, yeah, that's that's my take. Feels very much like they're just like um, checking off like the next steps that they need to get through to get to the next part too. Like just falling flat. I feel like we're going so quickly through things. And, and like you said, for how convenient uh, the timing is on some of these things, it kind of felt like why even, it, it felt like after you go through it it just felt kind of pointless so i would agree Mm -hmm. with with that but uh, do we want to talk at all about like if it it, like deferring from the manga i was just gonna ask do you want me to to talk about that sasha and taylor for those who are just anime only or i i've been anime only and i i would want to know yep i agree i I think it's a good discussion point okay Oh man, where to start? Um, so the anime right now, as of last episode, has gone a anime original route, is what I will call it. Um, and it's very interesting to see, and has admittedly a lot of the manga readers kind of panicked with these changes that have happened in these last two episodes. Um, and before I kind of get into the differences or what we've seen between the two you know source materials of manga and anime here um the creator is working with the screenwriter this season 
So uh, basically what a lot of the manga fan base is hoping is that this is just their way of reimagining things in a different format or a different kind of ordering, potentially. Um, but to really break it down, so in the manga, the bunker scene starts around chapter 50. And it's about um, maybe like five to ten chapters in this bunker. And the scene where the military raids the bunker doesn't happen until chapter 110. Holy shit. So, so I'll just let that sink in first. Um, and so essentially what is primarily different without giving much away is... One, the phone call with Emma and Minerva at the end of the episode in, in the bunker, that didn't happen in the manga. The way that Emma talks to Minerva is done in a different format. Um, the bunker had a individual that this individual was very much adored by the fan base, and now we have no idea where this individual has gone. This individual, from what we know, should have been in the bunker they're not there maybe again it's just a different reimagining of how he or her is going to meet emma and their group and even furthermore the events between how the anime just went from bunker to raid by military there is a whole entire arc of that 50 or 40 chapters that occurs that now the manga base is like how is this going to happen is this completely written out? Is this, you know, the author working with this, the script writer to just do it in a different way? So there's a lot of panic going on because we even as manga readers, we don't know what they're going to do. They jumped the shark, for lack of a better word. Uh, see, that that does not mm. like that does not sound like good to me just because like I wanted the extended um, arc in the bunker. I was looking, yeah. looking forward to it. So like. Yeah, I'm and very it, and wary of like having them like just introduce some. Yeah, so well, there was a. It's interesting that that's the case because as we've all just discussed, it feels like there's something that was supposed to happen that's missing. So it's like, so if, even if they are reworking it, they're not reworking it like, very well already. Why, why bother showing it? We're just gonna like just leave right away. So yeah. So the hope is that for next week's ep, you know with this arc and character that is missing hopefully it just comes in in a different way but to your point that execution of you know what we saw in the anime where they're only in the bunker for one to two episodes nothing really major occurs and then all of a sudden they're getting raided by these humans that we don't know like how did they learn about the location of the bunker where did they come from and then you know even emma ray and the kids ability to fight off these trained military professionals the way it's handled in the manga has much more background, and this arc that happens between gives much more credibility into why the bunker was raid raided, how they fend off these raiders, and so we don't really know. We're 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 all scared, honestly. And I think to your guys' point, where you felt like it's just like something's missing. Like you're definitely right, and it's something for the manga readers. We're just like, okay, where where do we go from here? Um. And even furthermore, the last other primary difference that doesn't have a lot of weight to it, it can definitely be explained in a different way. But there was a, a piece changed when Emma talks to uh, Mujika and she gets given the, the necklace. There is a specific line emitted, which as a manga reader, we had no idea what this line meant at the time. So it wouldn't give 
too much, I would say, as an anime only, but it would kind of put something in the back of your head of like, oh, like, huh, I wonder what this is. Like, I wonder why she told, or Mujika told Emma this. And that was completely om- omitted. So that, I think, is is more safe in the sense that I can see ways that they can bring that in. But with what they did to the bunker and how they just kind of escaped, ran to the forest, and then conveniently, you know, this monster comes out, that that has me nervous. So... We'll see. Yeah, that was great A writing right there. <laughs> yeah, Ray doing his slow-mo 180, you know, no scope into the monster's eye. And then the monster <laughs> only eating the humans, not eating the kids at all. Yep. Convenient. Well, you know what's the worst? It's um the worst is on top of all that information that Justin just dumped on us. This is only an 11 episode season. So we are nearly halfway through. And that is and also it, Yeah, an and there's 180 chapters in um, Promise Neverland as a whole. So the fact that they theoretically just jumped to chapter 110, it's it's kind of scary of like, well, what else could they be trying to cut? Mm. And it's like, it's like, why? After they did so well, you know, first season with, you know, yep. 24 episodes, everybody yeah. just having full hype about it. Like, yeah, it's, it's mean, weird. First... It's weird. There's no explanation of why this is it's... happening. Super weird. The first season, I mean, the first season of this anime is one of the very, very few anime I would ever say had basically like a flawless season. Like, there's nothing I could really like pick at from the first season for me. It just, it just viewed perfectly and I had no issues. And so it's peculiar. I feel really bad for like the manga readers too, because I know that if I'd read it and I was really looking forward to this, like it would feel very gutting (laughs) to watch it. It's definitely something of watching what they did to the bunker. Like, I was really just biting my tongue and being like, okay, how are they going to do this? And then now to kind of be like, uh oh. Even I have no idea. I'm just like, yeah, are they not gonna? Or it it sucks. Like, so we'll, we'll see. I don't want, you know, to make this like really doom and gloom for the series as a whole. I, I, a part of me hopes that because the creator is working with the staff for this season, that they have a plan in mind and they're just kind of reimagining it differently. But it really, you know, leaves a lot of questions at the end of the day. And they're not, they're not good questions, unfortunately. I try to remain optimistic. Cause I feel like there are a couple of things that work in the show's favor, which is that Justin, like you and I were discussing earlier, um, because you had compared this to Full Metal Alchemist. One of the, I mean, mm-hmm. when the the issue with the first Full Metal Alchemist was that the manga wasn't finished yet, so it went really off the rails. Um, Promise Neverland's done, so yeah, so they don't have that to lean on. <laughs> I, I mean, admittedly, when Promise Neverland was airing, there was or not airing, but just like the chapters being released, mm-hmm. like there were things that you know the fan base wishes were done differently and things of that nature. And that's all I'll say at this point. So. Maybe this is the creator kind of taking that to heart, but with this, like, they definitely missed the mark, in my opinion, of what they're trying to do. But like I said, next week's episode, hopefully they they tie it in in some way, but it's just so hard with what I know and what the manga fan base knows of, like, this arc and this character. Like, it's it's a it's a stretch of how it can be brought in, but... Let's stay optimistic, right? Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> no, Sad right. days. Wow. Yeah, not to end on a, a somber. I don't know. Going back to my oh, bunker, man. guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
I'm just yeah, I'm just not to keep to you, but I'm just looking at the chapters right now for the like standoff that occurs with the military folk. It's so much. All I can say at the end of the day, read the manga. Yeah. Whether it turns the graph, just read them. Read the manga. Do yourself a favor. You can even skip to the bunker. The you know what season one covered is pretty true to mm-hmm. uh, the manga, I, so you don't think you have to reread that. You could literally skip to chapter fifty, and then you'll be good. I was gonna wait to for the next episode to come out on Wednesday, and then I was gonna message you and be like, "Okay, so should I? Skip yeah, should I just yeah go to manga? <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll see. All right. Well, indeed. Toes crossed as well. Uh, I guess we'll just leave it at that. We don't have really much going off of. I didn't, yeah. I didn't realize there was going to be that else. much of a departure from the manga. So that was a huge surprise for me. Yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. Hopefully, we'll see what next week's brings. Let's just say that. Yeah. All right. So that's going to be for Promise Neverland. Um, we're going to move on next to Horayama. Horimiya. I don't know why I say Horayama. Horimiya. <laughs> Um, let me think. Uh, I forgot what was the event of the order, but I think the the first half was um was like Hori trying to like ask ask Mia like like why he doesn't get embarrassed about um was it like, taking his shirt off, or whatever, or going or when he ever gets embarrassed. And they had like mm-hmm. the flashback, and so I had a flashback of him and like um him and his friends. And I don't know. I just, just that part. It's just when when Hori kept asking all these questions, like why isn't he embarrassed? And, uh, and then all the, also they show the parts too where um, where uh, in middle school where Mia was when, like, just showing he was having trouble like making friends and like I don't know, just his old friend was was, just, uh, people were questioning his his old friend and why are you hanging with that guy. I don't know. I just I just it felt like unnecessary drama for me like. It just seems like every week there's just more and more unnecessary drama in the show. What? Hmm. I don't think it's unnecessary. I, think I didn't think so either. I didn't the, even think it was that dramatic. It's, it's, yeah, it's building up. It's just building up the the characters in a sense, yeah. right? It's in the first half it was more towards uh, me or not 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 him, but so the first half was basically setting up another ship, I guess, with the green hair girl from the student mm-hmm. council and uh, the purple hair guy. I forgot what's his name. Yep, Toru. Yeah. Yeah. So it looks like they're going to start shipping together in a sense. Uh, and uh, that was like the first five or 10 minutes. And then afterwards, it involves uh, Mia's kind of background story with uh, his old middle school friend, Shindo, and as to what led Mia to be like this. And I guess towards the end was the the big confession. And uh, it looks like, I don't know if if she pretended she didn't really hear him, but uh, she, I'm assuming she did hear everything. And now she's going to decide if she's going to pretend she didn't hear it or just like acknowledge it and then like confront um, Mia about it. So mm-hmm. well, um, I think he did that on purpose, right? To give her an out if she wanted it. Right. Um, that was the feeling that I got from it anyways. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And I don't think she knows what she wants to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're teenagers. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. And, I, and again, I don't think it's unnecessary drama, but it is teenagers in their prime, I guess, or, or whatever. So, since it's their first, in a sense, you kind of have to build it up to this, this giant, uh, to a giant boiling point, and then see how they react from there. I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah, I wasn't, I guess, not thinking about. It, I wasn't looking at the point of them being teenagers, which is true. It just felt like some parts, just like I'm like, why are we making such a big deal of some of these things? But I yeah, guess, I actually just, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I'll <laughs> just say like, 
I, I just, I guess it's like, that's, yeah. I wasn't thinking about them at that age. So there's that. You know, it's funny. I actually just like don't even, I have not once yet thought of this show as like dramatic. Like that's just not the word yeah. that I would use. I, was gonna, I feel like it's very comfy. Yeah. And it makes me happy. Like all that nervous energy that they have and like that tension that's building up or whatever. I guess reminds I me of like dramatic. the first time I had a crush. That's, not, that's you know? not the word I want to use. I think, I guess I want to unnecessary. There's just a lot of unnecessary things that happen, but I guess oh, yeah. teenagers, yeah. David, I, I guess there's that. Necessary. I think for me, I know like one of the things that David used to be before and like you wanted this show to focus more on Hori and Mia as kind of like the main pair in the hand of their relationship. But I actually enjoyed the introduction of uh, Shindo this week. I thought he gave like a lot of good, you know, added context to Mia's background in middle school. But then even furthermore, just the dynamic of Shindo of how like brash and abrasive he is with, you know, oh, hey, you know, Mia, I, I see you have a girlfriend. Like, you know, is, is that your girlfriend? Like, do you have you had, you know, sex? Or he, he alludes to all these things that like Mia is very like, hands off about and i just love when you have a character that just like has no filter and just creates like all these comedic situations so well, i really like that this episode and it's cute to see how mia interacts with that too right like when he picked up the phone he was just like piss off and hangs up yeah and right i was like that's so cute <laughs> yeah no and i actually exactly. really like him too because he was the, he was the original good guy that kind of changed mia from being this gloomy kid and be more mm -hmm. like, open so yeah, yeah. i, I kind of like too like you were saying Koo, of how he kind of really put the other kids in his place for saying like you know shindo why are you hanging out with me like he's a weirdo like you know mm -hmm. there's nothing to gain from them and then shindo really puts the other kids in his face it's just like well you're honestly just jealous you know that i'm hanging out with other people like there'll be time for us to hang out but like you know mm -hmm. broaden your horizons a little bit and i think mm -hmm. that was something that was like really critical of showing kind of shindo mm -hmm. as a character and what he kind of is all about more shindo than just like his he became immediate best boy of the season, if you ask me. I thought his, right? everything about him was fantastic. I was like, step over, Mia. I thought I liked you, but I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Now, remember, the show is still called Horror Mia, not, not always Shindo. <laughs> so just throw it out there. I will say, though, that like the very first part, um, when they did introduce that new couple that will be shipped, the whole like premise, like the whole joke behind that of like them think like basically like um, Hori and Mia had to go and get drinks for everybody. And then somehow that turns into this whole thing where everybody thinks that they've gone off to go do stuff together because they take forever and the mm -hmm. joke continues on and it's just like something that's been done a million times over and it lasted a long time and I thought it was pretty unnecessary and not funny but that's really been the only negative thing I've had to say about the show so far it really annoyed me oh I yeah. know that annoyed you okay I guess oh. I guess <laughs> uh, for me I still hate like the the red hair girl like I don't like her character at all mm -hmm. so I think oh yeah like so I think it's like, I think it's like one of the main things that's me down, just her too. But yeah, no, I, I get that. Like, I'm not really a big fan of her as well. But um, like I mentioned, I, I think you need to have this variety to kind of draw out all these different emotions from all the characters and mm -hmm. it adds more to the story, I think. Yeah, so. I'm glad we got to see more background into Sengoku, the red president, student council, and then Sakura, the green haired really, girl. Um, yeah, it was weird how chilly it was. For like, compared to like, with all of the stuff that's happened, especially with him getting head bonked by Mia, mm -hmm. it's real chilly. Yeah, but I they guess. definitely came bros real quick when they yeah. shared that ice cream and were showing you know what color their tongues were. But again, you know, high school boys and just yeah. being goofy and forgetting kind of any previous beef. It's not outside mm -hmm. any kind of realm of possibilities by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. I, mean, so. I don't know. Like in my experience, like usually guys, we we usually get over that stuff pretty yeah. quick mm -hmm. being friends. So it made sense to me. It was pretty realistic. Yeah. 
I don't know how girls do it, but uh, not, yeah. not like that. <laughs> uh, I will um, say I do like. Um, we saw more of uh, Hori, like how lonely she was. You know, being the oldest and always like you're not seeing her mom and always have to take care yep. of her brother. Like I thought that was I was nice. just I was just gonna bring that up where like right at the end when. Mia is kind of having Hori analyze like when she was saying like where are you going and he's like are you sure you know where are you going is what are you asking or is yeah, it that, that you okay, know that was, you're really was, saying please don't go that was really nice too like for so for someone because they always portray Mia as like someone who like doesn't understand people like he really like he really um was able like he really understood her and was able to comfort her that way like in a really natural way too so that was yeah. nice. So he's helping her grow and they're kind of helping each other grow in this like symbiotic relationship. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a feels good episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe I need to loosen yeah. up and like not. Uh, yeah, come on, David. They're not, they're not <laughs> mid twenties, early thirties, whatever. They're not like us, you know, like they're just teenagers. It's the first time you gotta, you gotta let that stuff go, buddy. <laughs> let them experiments. I need to start saving this show to watch like after after every all the dramatic stuff on Sundays because I think this is the only like feel good show that I have this season. That You're this and okay. this and skate. You're okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, that was my like I said, this is my Tony Kawa of the season, so for sure. Mm-hmm. I get that. <laughs> Although I will say, yeah, too. Um yeah, I know like I said, I wish it focused on two main characters. I do like how they introduce the uh, other main characters. Like I think this is the right way to do it compared to mm-hmm. other shows so mm-hmm. i agree so yeah i think that's gonna be it for hori mia um and we can go on next to b stars oh yeah b stars um hmm. well, you're really good at giving episode recaps do you want to start oh yeah uh most definitely so we got the introduction of the of the the black market again but this time we're more focused on their uh the strip club aspect and it looks like uh yeah you know how there's like Legosi's uh relationship with haru now i'm thinking they're like maybe just me shipping it but you got lewis uh shipping with um cosmo i think her name was yeah her name Cos- was cosmo. cosmo yeah right yeah the uh she was a deer too she wasn't was she no she was uh she was a herbivore yeah. She's herbivore. I thought she was a deer. I couldn't 100% tell though. Yeah. So it was definitely odd, but after seeing that uh that Lewis was actually the big boss, like wasn't just some random herbivore that like that made his way down to the the strip club. Uh mm-hmm. I feel like there was sparks that was there, right? Definitely sparks. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. uh and then after that too we're seeing more of like Lewis's condition after becoming a a carnivore. Um Kind of like what you mentioned last week. If a if a herbivore tries to eat meat, it can't digest it. And it looks like Lewis has been slowly getting weaker, and he hasn't mm-hmm. been feeling as hot. So Losing one of weight. his yeah, so one of his lackeys came by, and gave him like a salad pack or some shit like that. So, uh, so yeah, it looks like he's forcing it, but even like even he can't deny that you know, uh, he just can't def- uh, defy what he is. Right, he's a herbivore, so there's no way he can eat meat. Mm-hmm. Um. And then now we're going on to Lewis, who, uh, oh, that's right. So we forgot about Lewis getting ambushed by this giant dude. We don't know who he is or uh, if he's even from the school or not. But it looks like uh, Lagoshi was able to get like some scent or some hint off of it after getting beaten up, and he's going to leave school for a bit to be a detect- detective and try to figure out 
uh, the devouring, like what happened, who the culprit is. And he went to his old panda senpai or uh, sensei to try to train him and get him to be stronger so he can catch the, the culprit. So, um, yeah, lots lots of interesting things going on with this episode, uh, but I forgot how it ended. Uh, how it ended was with... it. Um, I think it just ended with him and Panda, didn't it? Yeah, I think so. Where he got kind of... He was sitting on a chair and then he got uh, Panda set up the, the trap to restrain him. Stuff. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he was about to swing this axe or weapon at him. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Okay, so unpacking all this like starting with Lagosi, i guess when he when it showed him being attacked number one i just want to say i thought this like the effects that they used to animate it were really well done because Mm -hmm. they don't want you to know who the attacker is and so Mm -hmm. i mean the show has always been very artistic like when it wants to be to for certain things but like it just showed like the outline of them and i thought it worked really well because it kind of kept me guessing i was trying to find any clue i could i could to see what it was Mm -hmm. and i think at the end of it like it's got to be something like a bear or something right like that thing was huge yeah, it has to be. And it doesn't look like it's anyone that's been introduced so far. So it might be a new yeah. character, to be honest. Either that I don't or, know how I feel about that. Either that or it's a teacher. I don't think it could be a student. Yeah. Right. So really not a whole lot of clues there. And then, um, yeah, he went to the meat market, and I guess we'll just see where that goes. It doesn't really seem like he – like, he, he bit his attacker, but it doesn't seem like he got really any information from that. At least not that was mentioned in this episode. Well, I guess he kind of took what the snake guard uh, told him earlier as a hint that you have to look deep inside you to figure out who the culprit is. Mm-hmm. So maybe he thought that you have to use your like internal animal instincts. So mm-hmm. he was trying to like look for a scent. He was looking for like how he tastes, how he smelled. Uh, and I thought that was a really nice touch, right? As to like how he's going to be able to solve this uh, mystery in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I thought that was a really nice um, touch to detail there. And mm-hmm. I don't know. For some reason, I just couldn't get over the fact that they had the strip club scene, and I don't know. It made me feel kind of weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't think B Stars. Sure I didn't think B Stars <laughs> was trying to go down that route, but no. uh, it looks like they're going more to a mature, uh, like darker theme with this show, and mm-hmm. I kind of uh, like that. So, uh, kind of interested to see how they keep going. Hopefully, Lewis doesn't die due to not being able to digest the meats. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting how Lewis develops and uh, Lugosi develops from this. One thing I thought was kind of interesting that I wasn't anticipating was um, one of the lions, actually, or tigers? No, lions, actually asking after his health. And it seemed to me, I mean, he said it was because, you know, he's their leader and they, and they, you know, he has to stay healthy for that reason. But it seemed like he was actually genuinely concerned, too, when he gave him that salad, which mm-hmm. surprised me. I really wasn't expecting any sort of sentiment between the two parties there. Um, and maybe I'm just reading too much into it. But is that how you felt? Yeah, no, it, I definitely feel that way, too. But like me being the, the pessimistic that I am, um, I feel like there's definitely a, a hidden agenda. That we're just not aware of, because again, if if I was that guy, right? If I was the the second hand guy or second in command, and you just killed my boss, like what would make me believe that you'd be suitable to be our next boss, yeah. right? Uh, so we definitely don't know why he wanted uh, Lewis to be the next head of the of the the mafia or the group or whatever. Um, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. I think the explanation they gave us is the deepest we're going to get for it. I really do. Which is that like they wanted an edge by including an herbivore. 
Do I think that it was like unrealistic to jump and just pick this random student who just killed your boss who's an herbivore and make them your boss? Absolutely not. But I do think it's like anime logic because they keep on like driving that point home. I feel like mm -hmm. with that with that um, stripper dancer female or herb herbivore female in the strip club, like she was talking about how she's one of the only herbivores. She wants to be strong, all this stuff. It just feels like that's the point that they're driving home this season. And so I, I, I think that's it. Right. Yeah, true. Which is kind of a bummer, but eh. But yeah, that's, I think it was just basically a setup episode for some more stuff to happen. Not too yeah. much in this one. I'm excited to have Panda back, though. What a great character. Yeah, I know, right? I don't think but we ever learned about his story as to like how he became how he is. No. And I just realized I keep calling him Panda because of Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, but he's he's a panda, right? So that's all right. Yeah, he is a panda. So I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong, but he he does have a name. I just I just forgot what it was. We'll just call him Panda Sensei for now. But uh, yeah, um, but yeah, no, that's it. Just it's just getting darker. It's still good. Uh, if you guys haven't seen uh, B Stars and you're okay with the the whole animal aspect and the CGI, which which like I said earlier, it's not bad. I would definitely give the show a watch. Mm -hmm. One hundred percent. I mean, it is on my backlog, but. I'm really bad at yeah, any backlogs, so don't, oh, yeah. don't make sure you watch season one. Watch season don't one first. Don't expect me to get to it for a while. Uh, that's fine. We'll ask, we'll ask about your uh, thoughts next year, David. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's that'll be it for B stars. Um, I'll move on ahead to Log Horizon. So I think I'm like the only one watching this show seriously. I'm still watching, but I couldn't tell you what happened. It's uh, it's getting bad. Uh. It's getting bad. <laughs> That's not what I wanted to hear. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the show is actually getting bad, but it's getting it's just it's just bad for me because I'm just not like retaining anything that's happening. It's more of like because I just don't know what's happening because I it really needed a recap episode. I'm not gonna go back and watch those episodes. So for me, it's when I'm watching this, I'm constantly like piecing things in my mind, like of like. There's so many things. There's a lot of things going on that I have to like constantly go back and forth on, because they're moving in so many different directions. So I'm just gonna mute myself, David. Go for it. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. let me try and see if I can get a good like, I don't know, summary or what of whatever happened this episode. Like, or try not to drag it out, but um, because last week we all right, so we. Just, we saw that Ainz wants to leave the round table and he's he's not he's now a duke of the West Westland. I guess I should say like the big the big um the big thing that happened in this episode is that like they did, they did reveal that um a lot of the nobles of the Westland Empire they do they want to start a war. <clears throat> they want to start a war with the Eastern Kingdoms. And <clears throat> and so um and the Eastern Kingdoms that's where that's where Renatia is from. And so so, uh, the whole thing of her getting married—that's that's the king, or the prince, I guess, getting involved. Because they also show that he's just a figurehead. He doesn't really—it's like the the nobles who run the senate. They hold the real power in in Westland. So he's trying to set the marriage up as a way to, like, calm down the the tensions and as one way to prevent the war. He also wants like like the adventures and Akiba. As like they they want that zone to be like a, a buffer zone, just again as another way to stop stop any wars. And so those this is mainly like the me the meeting between like Shiro and like the the prince to and and Ainz to basically like it's basically revealing like like what's going on is that is that there's a war a war is imminent and they're trying to prevent it. 
and it, the the thing that I hate it's just like it's again like uh this these people still like realize it's like an isekai right like they're kind of like stuck in a game type of deal Sep- or they're stuck in like in another world but yet they're like fighting against each other instead of like actually like kind of like the with the main goal that was kind of set up besides like the world building where they were trying to figure out like what you know one what the hell was going on and also like just try to like how to escape uh, and just how to get out of the thing but now it's just it's it's just being lost and just like I mean I I would so, I mean I like to say pointless fighting but even though I, I forgot who's AI and who's actually players yeah so what they're trying to emphasize I guess sorry this season or even like I think last season too is how um they're still reliant on the NPCs because they're, they're called people to land. And so they're trying to really like bring the idea of like, okay, we can't just like, you can't, we can't just say we're, we're players. We're just like, you know, screw the NPCs like we do in any of our MMOs because like the guilds rely on the NPCs for a lot of like their, like, like the crafting guilds rely a lot on the NPCs for materials and food. And so even though you can fight, it's like, you can't just, you would, their quality of life would go down because I think they also they also try to bring on the point that like the whole novelty of fighting is like it's worn off for people like people are starting to just like get like 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 I don't know like depressed or like they're they're really down on the idea that like nothing they do matter because like they're they're just done with the fighting like they it's not special to them anymore and so so they're just really trying bring down the idea like that npcs like are important and so that's why um that's why this whole thing with the war between the two kingdoms it's the two npc kingdoms like they're trying at first they're trying to stay out of it but like but now they're caught up in it um like and then uh i guess the other thing is the, the princess too because she didn't want to get married and she basically has to do it out of duty but then um, she came to the realization, like, she just got rejected anyways, and that's why Shiro needs their help. And at the end, like, they said that they're going to have an election. I don't honestly know what that's going to do. I think, like, I think it's supposed to, um, it's also legitimize, like, their government, like, um, because they were saying, too, how, like, the guild, the, all the guild leaders, like, they came together, but they're not technically, like, a real government. It's just, like, mutual agreements. And I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to make Renesha, like, elected to make it feel like an actual... Because the thing is, they don't want... Like, no one's, there's no one person to take responsibility for the group. So I guess this is, like, their their solution. is Like, this is the alternative to, like, trying to get married or getting involved into the, the, two, the two empires. So... I don't know if it's just like one like it's just, it's so much politics. And it it's is also, a lot it came politics. at the worst. It came at the worst possible time because we had so much political garbage that was happening. So it's like, <laughs> but like, but it's just like, oh, no, no. God. I totally get that. Like, it is it is so much politics. Like, it is like I'm like having, this season specifically too. Like, I'm having like, hard like, think so much about what's happening in just like in these episodes. So I can I can totally understand why people are sick of it because like. Like it's it's all politics so far, and like there's no just like no rating. Like, like at least yeah. like give people that. Like if you're not gonna show action, at least show like the rating or like the, yeah. the group, yeah. like group formation. So, and I think that was gonna be my question was kind of as you outlined, David. You know, is it the sense that this whole season so far is just a lot it's of like planning politics. and discussing like, like what's yeah, yeah gonna be done? Like they haven't shown like any other groups or i guess even here's a group like taking action on there's been no right? like there's been no it's just of action. talking about it, stuff it, and being like okay if the, this yeah. goes this 
it's and it could be that action, or... but like that one is so far like yeah i mean uh yeah. taylor I, taylor i think rough. i think even you said that like, was an anime man like because he was one of the ones that was actually hyped for the show as well and i remember you were saying that he was he was saying a few things about the show like nothing too specific, and he's holding his opinion a little bit more. But yeah, I've heard a couple of eh, things about it. So. Yeah, it just it's, it really sounds like from the last few weeks that the balance has just completely yeah, gone to one side, and that really is because even hurting, like, you know, last year, like I mean, we had like we were complaining about like 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 the kids and like dragging on too long. But at least that was like more mm-hmm. rating stuff, and like it was still yeah. part of the world and more the game mechanics. And here is like there's nothing about that. It's just. It's really just like man, all lore and politics. So I, I feel really bad saying this, but I would take the bard over the what is currently happening. <laughs> so, that's yeah. a bold statement, right there. I, Pretty for, damn bold. For there. me, I, I, feel like I died a little inside. For me personally, I don't mind, but it is so it is a lot to think about when I'm watching this. Like especially when we're doing yeah. a podcast, it's like, oh god, if I wasn't doing this podcast, I would just like just wait until the end, <laughs> or I, I would just like read up on things to like do take these way out. But I might try to like just. Try to figure out my own and then wait till it's over. But they need to be more mm-hmm. balanced. Like that is the main, yeah. the main criticism. Like, it's, just hope the payoff's worth it. I because guess. like, well, cause like e- even like the setup, like how they're having an election, it's like, it, oh god, next like, episode is gonna be so fucking bad and cringe. Like it's, it's gonna be uh, all speeches. Become Congress the anime. It, it's gonna be it's like, gonna be it's bad. Gonna be like, like like all the guild. Like we need all the guilds to cooperate and like set up the, the admin work of holding an election. It's like. God. It's like, That's what I'm hoping ReZero, it never goes down that path of when they do get to their own election. It's like, please don't have like some schemes of, you know. Oh, I think, I think at least oh, ReZero. You know. No, I think ReZero at least will have like, they'll, 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 be, like, they'll be like backstabs and like more Game yeah. of Thrones. Oh, style. yeah, right. And there'll be those you know, you know elections between individuals, not just sitting in a room. Yeah. You, you know, if an election is going to happen in ReZero, like there's going to be fights breaking out. It's yeah. not going to be legit. Yeah, so. But very true. Like with, I don't know, Log Horizon. Like the world building, like itself, was so awesome. But there, but then like, like just the amount of like political stuff they're putting into I, it is just I it's think ruining the it for big me. Thing too is that like we were, I think one of the we were hoping for this season that when Krusty went over to the other place, like he met up with the the monk chick Konami. I I thought we were at least I get something with, like at least go back and forth for them, but we had nothing yeah, of that so or far. Go more. They basically is like, well, Krusty's gone. Let's move. Let's yeah, just but move at on. least like show where he is and at least show <laughs> yeah. the new girl. But like, because they show none of he that. Was, he was such a huge part, like basically up to this point. So and they're just like, oh, where'd he go? It's like I don't know. So yeah, they, they, they should just gone back and forth. Like like if you want politics, you could. I say I say you could have kept it there, but at least like go back and forth between like the political side and then like back to the action with like Krusty and Konami. But like. That was a mistake Oof. not having that in. And I don't know, maybe if they're trying to find, follow the light novel, but I think, like, this is one of the cases where I wish they change it then from the light novel. We're, like, halfway through the season, and I feel like nothing's really not happening. Halfway, like, one-third. One-third? Wasn't that four? Was it, or was it three? Yeah. yeah four, okay, it was three. Fine, dude. Fine. One-third. <laughs> or a fourth. We're a fourth. You said halfway, man. We're not halfway towards anything. I did. Anything. <laughs> So solar, it feels like halfway in Threaten's mind, I suppose. Solar, yeah. Slowly like roll, sir. Grab and dialogue. When those episodes, when those episodes, when I put the episode on, I take a deep breath and then basically, and then all of a sudden, I mean, like, I, I, watching, I go. Trend. No, I want to, though, because I, I was like, I was so excited for this show. And it's so far, I'm just like, oh, God, I, I, I'm just disappointed. And I just keep thinking, like, okay, like, it can't keep going, right? And then we get the preview about basically like where they're gonna have like, um, 
where it's going to be basically like they're going to be like uh, trying to get like was it like votes or something? I'm thinking, oh god, okay, well it's not going to be next next episode then, so we'll <laughs> see what happens. Yeah. So. I don't know, like not a, not a good start, <laughs> not a good start at all. Like I, I'm still enjoying it, but that's just me. Like I totally see. I think most people will not enjoy Lock Horizon, so. And oh, we are good. at our time limit. So that's all I'll say for Lock Horizon. I probably didn't do a good job of trying to explain anything either. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's better than it's better than what a lot of people can say, David. So you again, no, good job, man. I think I have a pretty good understanding. I mean, I haven't watched <laughs> anything this season, so okay. love it. So. Sorry, the show sucks. Yeah, Good job, right. sir. Just turn on the news and you get an idea. <laughs> okay, oh, so God. I guess that'll be it for Lock Horizon. Um, I guess uh, we could mention um, Slime Tensei for a little bit because it actually caught up, but. Oh, boy. I don't know. There's not that much Ooh. to say, I guess. Yep. Like, Go ahead, David. <laughs> Give your thoughts. I don't know. Like, it's just like. <laughs> Please proceed, sir. It's just, I mean, again, it's just more political stuff. <laughs> so. It's, no, no, at least it had some fan service, you know? Like, it's, it's so much they of... Did, didn't they? A, they did, not they? They did. They uh, did add fan service. The elves. The elves, mm-hmm. the elf, like, hostess club, yeah. yeah. But it's, like, it's... Yeah. Like, this episode and last episode, it's all, like, diplomacy. And, like, more... So, let, less nation building and less, like, system city, more, like, diplomacy and civilization, so... Well, I don't know. It, it just... It feels less impactful in this because, like, they're so, like, overwhelming... Like... They're so strong that at the same time, like, why do they need to like worry about these things? Like, yeah. if they were to attack you, just obliterate them. I know I that's not just, this type of show. It's but. just because, um, like in Japanese culture, like, it's just like they're so all about like you know, um, like being neutral and and cautious or whatever. Like, especially in diplomacy, so you never see them like make aggressive moves. Well, I guess like not always, but I guess like a lot of times, like. When, when writers do it, like they always try to take the, the cautious approach. So, I think what the one thing that's happened they, like this so far this season, they've made brandy, apple brandy, yeah. But apple brandy, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I can't, I don't know. This is like another one of the shows where I watch it and I can't really remember what happened. It's just more talk, 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 talk. I mean, it, just... it show like the background of like the what one sketchy guy, but he's just, I don't know what, what his deal is and why, why we're so worried. Like, Who's the sketchy guy? The, the guy I already forgot that. He's he's watching um remove <laughs> through like the, the glass ball. I think he's the one who sent like the demon lords after him or something. Oh, yeah. That dude. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, can we just agree that some shows shouldn't get sequels? Like we gotta just let it die, you know? Like it was good while it lasted, but yeah, I was fine with this. I mean, Honestly, like where the first season ended, I, I did not care like this if this show had a second season. Which sounds bad, but this gives me kind of like the, the whole point. I'm, I'm sure we'll get like some sort of fight at some point, but it's just like... I'm out of my mind if this show gets a sequel. It's just like, I, don't, I just don't get why it's so popular. Like, that one, yeah. Like, I that's, agree with that's, that's the main thing. It's like, why is this show... Why is this isekai so much more popular than the other ones? Where it does yeah. nothing special, or it's just... I don't know. Well, yeah. well not, not to knock the first season, but the first season had a lot of uh, like tense moments as well. And yeah. Before, yeah, like he was, he was before OP, you realize, so like, I mean, he was, yeah. was kind of OP, but he still had a at least problem solve in a sense, like how he was going to come to a peaceful resolution, I guess, right? Yeah. Because he had to figure out how to like take care of, of the, uh, the the pig horde uh, without obliterating the whole clan. Uh, he had to figure out how to uh, yeah. save the children. Yeah, you know, at but... least there was, 
there was a plot and it was actually but he he uh, basically got he got things done in such an easy and simple way so it's like i didn't really feel yeah, a lot of tension like like i mean it was like it was still good but it, like i don't think it was like like he, gets, he gets, it shouldn't have got the hype like it did he gets free powers he basically gets free money he gets free production free like everything, everything so it's like i don't feel any tension He's not even a fucking slime anymore. <laughs> that too. Right, I'm, saying, I'm saying in the beginning there, I guess, there was some. Right? I guess like, it wasn't yeah, like, when he was like fighting. That. He's when he's fighting the human. Yeah, like that was interesting. But ever since he got her form, it's like right. Uh, and it was and at yeah. the time it was fairly fresh. I guess fairly new. But again, now that it's a sequel, there's, you expect more know. from it. There's always been slimes and isekais. So I'm. Like there's like the one that Amy's out today was like I maxed out. Oh god. Was it I oh maxed out to level three hundred by killing slimes or whatever? Yeah. Like, like three hundred years or something like, like that. Yeah. Basically, nothing. Slimes but slime are not, nothing new in Sakai, so I don't know why. Again, I don't know why this is so so yeah. popular. Even Skate uses slimes in a way, so. Well, like, <laughs> like it's it's basically like because at the beginning it was it's like you know reincarnated as a slime. You know he was a slime for like the first few episodes, but then. Mm-hmm. You know, ate, well, ate the girl, then he just basically become a hu- became a human now. And then for some reason, he'll randomly turn into the slime. When it's just like, do you really need to? Like, it's it's, like, and then, uh, I mean, this is why, like, is- like we shit on isekais, because, like, when they use... Our- basically, all the RPG elements are taken from, like, Dragon Quest. Like, that's why there's so many slimes in these shows. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe. But, yeah. again, I-, I can see why it was popular, because when it first came out, there was, like, actual plot problem solving and whatnot yeah i mean like yeah it was still good like it was still okay uh but yeah. it, it's more like just the, the amount of hype though that it has followed when it's, when it's just really kind of like a typical just i want I, I to say we can't be the only ones that's kind of dying down on the hype with this and oh, I'm sure. yeah so I'm, I'm sure others would feel the same way I, as well i've no idea how to judge like popularity anymore because i i usually i use it by reddit but i don't look at reddit anymore so oh I'm just going off of did I like it? No, then others. Well, that's not a good way to judge other people's popularity, (laughs) sir. Well, well, what other standard would you have? Well, better than your own antidotes. David, Ku's way or my enemy list? I'd rather use my enemy list because that's actually (laughs) other people than one person. All right, you sheep. Statistically, we call you you sheep. Statistically, follow the herd, but you wouldn't. You would never become the prophet like like me. Okay, just saying. Okay, just saying. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, anyway, we're not really. I mean, I'm done. We're really not talking about the yeah. show anymore. No, <laughs> we're, just gonna, we're just gonna. We're just gonna. We're just gonna. all over yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Let's move over to um Kimono Jihan. I don't know how much you guys want to talk about this show because I have no idea what how what this show, like, what this show how's it hasn't been going or I don't know how you guys feel. Uh, well, for this one, it's. Starting to slowly die down for me as well. Um, this episode is more focused on the uh, the snow demon or the snow mm-hmm. kid, Akira. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know, maybe it's just because I don't like, I, I really don't like the character because I just find it, I find her to be useless, and I hate useless characters. Mm-hmm. Um, Fair, but yeah, I just did not care for this episode hmm. at all. I think I, I definitely felt that way in the first half when they were doing like the little sub case with the guy who you know was interested in the one hostess girl and she ends up being you know a cat demon or whatever and then she has a bunch of other guys that she's seduced and turned into like cats and mm-hmm. i was just like oh no like please don't tell me this is what the show is like i will be so <laughs> sad and then kind of to your point Ku, you know in the, in the second half when we have uh kabane and akira tasked with a more kind of um difficult mission as unigami calls it um 
I felt the same way where I was like, oh no, like Akira is being set up to be this useless character. Like she'll have like these moments of kind of being OP out of nowhere just because, you know, she has these pent up emotions. But right. I think I'm kind of interested to see her relationship with the the twin brother and kind of how he'll come into the mix. Because from the small snippets that we got, he does seem very controlling of Akira and almost kind of a evil, like antagonistic type of, you know, uh, relationship in her life but right. i don't know i'm, I'm kind of interested so the first half definitely agree i was just like oh man this might be going to the drop list but <laughs> second half i think had enough for me to be like okay i, I want to see a little bit more i want to see what other characters we get i don't understand why you guys hated the first half so much <laughs> i don't I understand mean... i thought it was kind of funny and it had a happy ending <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't bad it's just you know the guy's like hey uh, I, I got you some rats and she's like oh cool rats and then they just tied it off where there's like yep they got married, they or, married. Oh, no. yeah and i was like i'm, I'm oh, sure there were some okay. conversations and dates that happened in between there <laughs> hopefully hopefully uh, yeah, i don't i don't uh, think it was just the the backpack i, I think the, i think the thing that really turned me off on it was how they kind of built up the hype in the previous episode of like, oh, you know, this bar slash detective agency, like, you know, we have this special sign that draws in these humans that have been plagued by or put under a spell by, you know, uh, beast demons. And I was like, OK, this is going to be really cool because, you know, the guys like kind of um, suspiciously creeping towards the, the bar at the end of episode yeah. two and then or episode three or whatever it was. And then now, you know, we get them and it's just like, oh, hey, he's he's a cat dude that's just collecting rats for this woman. And I'm just like, oh, it was oh, just God. this time. It was, was... <laughs> I'm hoping, right? I'm hoping they have more people that are just like, damn, all right, you got some like crazy shit going on. Not that, oh, you're you're, you know, this typical loner who doesn't really talk to people. And, you know, you've got this obsession with this person that you see in passing just through downtown Tokyo or whatever. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. I, I, I want to say that he he went there for services and he got caught up <laughs> in the service. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, based on what's happening. But maybe I'm just being petty because he was able to confess his love to his girl and it worked out. But if I ever do that, nope, you just get turned down right away. And, yeah. you know, m maybe. But I was kind of hoping that things didn't work out for him. As bad as that might be, I was kind of just like, ah. I hope she does this cat demon just is like super evil and he just gets turned into a cat like gang member as well. That's just, you mm -hmm. know, the kind of the disformed dude that's now roaming the streets of Shibuya picking up mice for this woman. Kind of weird watching this episode like right after watching. I just watched that anime movie A Whisker Away like a, a couple mm -hmm. like a month or two ago. And so like this this episode had some heavy like plot crossover with that. Yeah. Movie. And, I, and I was so that really confused me on where it was going. But yeah. Um, Wait a minute! You're a cat owner. No wonder you like this episode. She's <laughs> oh. the, the equations she's above your head. And it's all coming together. The prophet has spoken. <laughs> it's all bias. I don't know what you guys are talking about. You're ridiculous. But yeah, I don't think that like this. This episode was okay. I really don't have very many thoughts on it other than Inagumi as a Tanuki was the cutest thing ever with his little like side bangs and his like little sly eyes as a raccoon. Oh my god, it was so fucking cute. And that's pretty much all I took from the episode. I mean, yeah, I agree with everything else you guys said. I, I don't. I'm not annoyed by that character, but I also don't like uh, him that much either. I just feel like hmm. there hasn't. There just hasn't been very much introduced that 
yeah, I, I don't, it's, I don't even have enough of an opinion on it to really form a thought. So yeah, it's, and it's like it we have really, we haven't gotten anything else from Kabane, the main character. You know, Kabane is just, such a waste of space. Like, yeah, I don't know, just it, very monotone. It, very, he did find out what love is, or he oh, like, I, I oh, did yeah, like that. that. I liked yeah. when he gave the yeah. pocket <laughs> tissues to Unagami, and he's just like, "Here you go. This is my love for yeah. you." And he's just like, "Oh my god." Oh, like, okay, okay, <laughs> that that works. Hey, if that's what you think love is, like, let's go. We're good. <laughs> I mean, so, he's not really wrong, but uh, yeah. yeah. So I, I like I like those comedic aspects, but whenever it comes to him like fighting against demons and him just being again just super OP and being like, "Oh no, I'm getting my neck bit by this frog demon," but that's yeah. okay. That doesn't really matter. Or oh no, I got my entire body frozen by Akira, but he's like, "Oh, but that was really cool." It's just like nothing matters to him because there's yeah. no like mortality. He feels at the nothing. End of the day. He he feels like no emotions, really. I mean, some he's learning, I guess. He doesn't feel yeah. pain, I guess. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I think the best aspects of the show come from like more slice of lifey type feelings, like yeah. them just talking. hundred percent. Like the dialogue yeah. is actually really good and natural for when they're just like hanging out. Like I laugh actually a lot during those scenes, and then it gets mm -hmm. to like the, the quote unquote plot, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't I, know. I think the only things I like is just when Sheik and Kabani talk. I just think it's pretty, pretty funny. They um, have a great dynamic. Yeah. But even uh, today was probably like Akira and Shiki when they were talking about the concept of love and he and Akira's just like Shiki, you know, like that's how you were made, right? Like love had to happen. And he's just like, No, gross. Like I wanna think about that. It's so, like very <laughs> fitting to like the age that they are and kind of that dynamic. So Yeah, mm -hmm. no, for sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like like I said, maybe it was all right, but just the fact that, you know, the first half you know, you're expecting some kind of epic arc to begin because of how they left that as a cliffhanger last episode. You know, really, really kind of let you down, uh, unless you're a cat person like Taylor. But uh, yeah, and then the second half was focused on a character that I didn't really care much for. Like Akira just reminds me of of, of characters that I really hate. Right? They're they're secretly OP, but they're super shy or weak or mm -hmm. uh, scared. And like you could have done so much more, but you know, let's save it for for like an interesting plot as an interesting plot device for later on when we really need your power. So, yeah, um, the yeah. the tropes are definitely there in in full force when you really take a a close look at it. But yeah. I think, like Taylor said, it really is kind of the smaller slice to life as comedic aspects that hopefully will will keep people around and, and give it a chance to watch it. So, mm. yeah. yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. That's all we've got. That's all I got. Yeah, I got nothing else. All right, so we'll wrap up. Um, Kimo Jihen. Um, I guess we can move on real quick to uh, I'm a Spider, so what? If you guys want to talk about that real quick. Yeah, oh. um, so as I was telling Ku, this is the episode for me where I I'm on the fence of dropping the show. Um, and I think for me, it's just been that in you know, our previous podcast, we've really talked about the different aspects of both Kumiko and her kind of adventures as a spider and learning all her abilities and leveling up in the cave versus the rest of the uh, children isekai and kind of this uh, more prestigious school system and kind of like, how are they going to come together? And mm -hmm. this latest episode was, we didn't even get to see any bit of the, uh, the kids in the school. It was all focused on Kumiko. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, already having three episodes where, We've seen this cave. We've seen what type of monsters are in the cave. We know there's like, you know, strong monsters, weak monsters, Kumiko learning her ability. I would have liked it to just finally bring that connection together. And they didn't do that this episode. It was all within the cave and more just Kumiko being like, oh, okay, I, I now learned how to do this or I now know this limitation. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. 
Yeah, no, and especially with how they left it off with uh, last episode, where you know Ken Eater is a bad uh, title to receive or whatever, and it looks like things are starting to come around full circle. Uh, yeah, it was kind of disappointing to just have it focus just on Kumiko and his cavern still, and instead of going out, she's going deeper and deeper into the cavern. Um, so that that kind of sucks. But it, what gives me hope, or I guess why I want to keep watching the show, is I want to see how it ties the story together. And the fact that this was the, um, uh, what you call the, the power level episode, I'm sure it'll only take another episode or two for her to be strong enough to either leave the cave or for uh, enough time to pass for maybe the other classmates to come and find her in a sense. If there is no time gap, right? If it's within the same, ten, same period, yeah. Same period, but just different instances. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's still... I feel like it has potential still. I mean, cool. Uh, you say you want to see the story wrap up, but isekais rarely like end their story. They just go on and on, and they like drag on. And they, I can't. Oh, think... I meant like, I meant like the story with Kumiko in the cave, where she'll actually oh, okay. leave the cave. Yeah, and, I think the actual uh, like the actual story. Like, oh, she no, gets no. out of the cave, and they're like, the end. The it's end. It's all yeah. good now. <laughs> well, yeah, they did kind of hint at the end, like uh, they did try to fool you when she almost died. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought maybe there was going to be a little extra trope behind that, but apparently not. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I'm just trying to see where this goes. Because, you know, uh, if you've watched as much anime as I have, I'm assuming she's going to evolve. Her final form is going to be a sexy arachnid <laughs> like type <laughs> human humanoid, I guess. Uh, so I would like to see what her final form is. And again, just to see like uh, the connection between her and the two and, and the other classmates. And see where that goes. That's that's what I want to see. So. Yeah, well, I, I I definitely agree with the that. The other way it goes is like if it's not that, it's just like her. She's always just a small spider, which is super OP. Just a super OP small, small spider. Let's hope it's hope it's not that. <laughs> yeah, hope. That's if you want the, the comedy route. That's how it usually ends up. Yeah, yeah. But no, I I think like who said it, it definitely has that potential and i think it's something that even though i i am on the border of dropping it i think i'll give it one more episode and if mm-hmm. they can't bring the two groups together in, in some aspect that's kind of enough then they'll probably hit the back burner and i'll i'll focus on another show this season so yeah true true all right so i guess i'll wrap that up with uh i'm a spider um talk about uh wonder egg priority a little bit Yeah, um, Taylor, do you want to start? Because you seem to really like this latest episode, <laughs> right? I'm saying I really liked this episode. I liked it more it than more. the last two, which was a kind of low bar. Fair, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I guess I just liked it. Like, I've said it before, so I'm just going to touch on it really quick. I am not, I don't claim to know anything about bullying in Japan. I have never spent any long length of time in Japan ever. I am not to be taken as an expert on this matter. But I just cannot personally empathize with somebody being bullied for like having two different colored eyes when this girl, this MC character is cute as hell. She's adorable. And other than that, like personality wise and everything else, she seems completely normal. So like... I just feel like if you're going to make, like, a show about bullying, there's a lot of people who really do have, like, 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 I, I, like, I just feel like there are problems a lot of people have that a lot more people have been bullied over that are just a better focus than that. Personally, yeah. this is me. And then the second episode, I'll, I can't lie, I don't even remember what the deal is with, 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 the, with the darker 
with the other with the other girl. I have no idea, so it clearly didn't inspire me too much. Mm-hmm. And then um, this one, I just even though the, there was a new girl that was introduced this episode, and even though she's kind of a bitch, I feel <laughs> like I feel like it makes sense why she is, and I think that it's an interesting take on a personality type that a lot of people don't really spend a lot of time analyzing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely different. And so that's why I appreciated it. Like I've known people in my life who have this character's personality and they definitely still have those feelings inside. And whether you feel empathy for them, since they're not always the nicest to others, you know, if you feel empathy towards them or not, you know, it's up to you and your own discretion. But I personally do. Basically the story was for this girl, she's like a fledgling idol and she had one, like her first like super intense fan is uh, the, the girl that she's trying to save. Um, and this fan was young and, 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 and shy and a little overweight and stuff like that. Just, you know, a typical fan. We've all, we've all been there. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, yep. Yep. Guilty. <laughs> and, and, um, things happen and she ends she like the, the idol girl finds out that her fan has been spending like a ton, like through means she shouldn't have been acquiring money and spending money on, on her idol that she was a fan of. And she cuts that off through some mean words and then the girl kills herself. So anyways, it was supposed to be about her getting this fan back. And she talks about her kind of disparagingly, but you can tell that she did care. Um, And then there's also like obviously some other stuff going on for her personally, too, because she there was like references to her cutting. Um, And she even at one point mentioned that she was like, like not a big idol. So I'm sure there's a lot of stress affiliated with that as well. On top of all the other like usual teenage girl problems. So I just felt like there was just more to her to unpack that I found interesting, whether you like her or not. That's mm-hmm. it. That's fair. That's fair. Apparently, apparently I did have thoughts. <laughs> I, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fine and all, but gee, she is kind of a bitch still. So <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything she did in the episode of like, you know, continually borrowing money, like inviting herself over to the house and just has, you know, this kind of philosophy that because she's a pretty girl that she doesn't have to, you know, really do anything in life. There's always going to be somebody like, you know, she kind of alluded to her father saying, oh, because you're pretty and because, you know, you have this quote unquote, you know, status within society, like people will always be there to, you know, fix kind of the frustrations that the normal kind of folk have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, I think part of it is like a shield that she's built oh, up. Definitely. Herself, so, yeah. I mean, what were you? Who was, um, it, who was saying something? Uh, I, mean, I, was I think threatened. Yeah. You know, kudos to her that she's actually like, you know, fighting to bring her back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I mean, kind of a, a good move, I guess, on her part. It redeems mm-hmm. her slightly. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, mm. man. <laughs> I mean, she still talks about how she has, like, those ugly, like, sweaty palms and everything. But again, like, Taylor, that's kind of just, like, a defense mechanism for her to be, like, showing that, oh, I I really don't care about this person when it's like, yeah, you do. You know, you're fighting these otherworldly beings to bring this person back. Well, I think it just seems especially harsh when you're having her, you know, side by side with these other girls who are dealing with depression um, Mm -hmm. and who are not handling it with that with that same strategy that she is. And so I think it just feels extra like a like a dagger. Um, to the ribs, you know what I mean? When mm-hmm. she does talk that way, but like if you if she were just talking like this with like friends, if all of this other stuff wasn't going around with them, it probably wouldn't even seem so terrible. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it could just kinda, be people joking around. Kind of like, you know, if like to slightly defend like the MC, like we don't completely know, like I don't think we completely know about her story. Like I think it's just kind of like the shallow part of it where we we know like you know she was bullied because of eye color, 
But I mean, I also, I kind of, it got me thinking with this new character that was introduced where her weapons are blades. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if like their weapon is based, is like based on something that's actually like, uh, um, that's like the, the, not like, it's like the, like the big like meeting in their life. Cause you know how she, you know, she was cutting. And I'm symbolic assuming, from their yeah. life. Yeah. yeah. And we, we haven't like, seen the weapon of the second girl at right. all. And then, yeah. So. And then the, the MC has a pen. So what exactly does that pen mean? Like, uh, like, because that's still like a question mark. I mean, up to yeah. the point, you know, before Ku pointed out, I just thought it was a keyblade. <laughs> I had no idea it was a pen. And then oh, yeah. uh, her, her weapon of choice is a quad color pen. Yes. If you yeah. guys remember those. It is not. Yeah. But it's like then she used the ribbon in the second episode. So she is kind of just taking from. Well, the others. ribbon. Is, yeah. I was going to say the ribbon's not hers. Like it was, you know, she was able to use it. Yeah. But, uh, but we still don't know, like, what, like, what actually the pen means. Well, yeah. I, go ahead, Ku. Oh, uh, so I just wanted to say maybe it's one of those um, GRP aspects where as you progress through multiple dungeons, each dun dungeon you'll get a new weapon. And in the second dream, she was able to acquire a new weapon, which was the uh, the ribbon. But she only used it. She never used it again, though, because I think it was only right. part of that world. So I was assumed that uh, before this episode, uh, to beat the the boss or the nightmare of that world or that dream, you needed to use the weapon of the person who committed suicide to fight against it. Because in a sense, you're you're meant to help them overcome the issue that caused them to push themselves to commit suicide. Right. And uh, be able to move on. Right. Be able to move on. So I'm thinking her main choice of weapon will always be that pen blade, but she's going to have to use something from that world or dream to kind of help defeat the boss. Uh, yeah. We haven't seen it yet with this one because there's there's twins and there's another uh ally a comrade there uh but she's petrified so i don't know how that's gonna work but if anything i'm sure she'll probably take up her scissor blades and then use those to help defeat the boss i guess that's my, yeah. but, that's my but, guess. What, but what i was meaning like i don't think it was just all because of her eye color i, I just feel like there was more oh definitely oh, and right. i think that was something that i wanted to talk about was um, kind of as we saw in the, I think, last episode when they show the scene between um, Koito, the girl, and the teacher, exactly, mm. where oh, we're really yeah. learning more about eye, kind of as you said in the beginning, Taylor, like, it, it really isn't her eye color that was the problem. I think as we learn about more about this relationship between eye and Koito, it's eye realizing a lot of frustrations within herself that led to, you know, Koito's unfortunate demise and I think we really get to see that touched upon in that scene with Koito and the teacher where you know they both kind of just like look at Ai as she's standing in the doorway and it's Ai's almost frustration that you know Koito went to the teacher rather than coming to her if she's you know her supposed best friend that you know they showed in all these other snippets where um you know Koito is always kind of giving I the shirt off her back for all these horrible things that are happening and saying like, Hey, don't worry about it. Like you're beautiful and all these things. And I think I's just really frustrated that, you know, somebody has that much belief in them, but then, you know, in this situation, she went to the teacher. So I'm really interested in seeing what the teacher kind of relationship expands into and how yeah. that'll. Yeah. I completely agree with you. I think that's like one of the aspects of the show that I do find the most interesting. It, and it, it's very nuanced that, that feeling of like, you're giving me, all of this and supporting me and 
I want to be able to return that to you as well. And yeah, it's, it's a very nuanced feeling and they're, and they're covering it very well. And I do think that's one of the most interesting things. I don't think it's just about the eyes. It's just the only thing they've, it's the only thing they've like, th- th- like a firm that I have a firm grasp on so far. <laughs> Although it's I a low hanging fruit. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I do have a question about like her living circumstances. Like who, I wasn't paying much attention, I guess, to that specific aspect. Who is she living with? Is she living with her parents? Is she by mom. herself? Yeah, just her mom. mom. Yeah, and but I don't think we we don't know much about the dad. Right? We don't know okay. who the dad is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was the other thing. I was like, oh, the teacher's kind of over here a lot. Yeah. The mom's kind of yeah. digging the teacher, so it's like, are they doing something? And that just adds to a layer of why I has no, no, this, but, you know. Well, you guys are forgetting. I I think the counselor, which is who uh, Koito was like comforting, like mm-hmm. confiding her mm-hmm. feelings with. Mm-hmm. I really think that they were having relationships or relationships yeah, together. It, it seems like right. it, it looks yeah. like it's pushing towards that, and then it looks like I didn't just feel that way, but I also caught them in the act. And I feel the reason why Koitol was finally pushed to the brink of causing or committing suicide was the fact that maybe uh, Guy wasn't supportive of that, right? Or got out. Yeah, or got out. So yeah. then, because of that, when I guess with with I like not wanting to be friends with Koitol anymore, it probably pushed her over the edge, and she probably committed suicide. And that's why I feel so guilty. And I think the reason why I doesn't like the counselor as much is because because of that, right? Uh, she was having, or he was having relations with with her friend. So, yeah, yeah, seems definitely. Like... Yeah, and so. Episode... Oh, sorry, ahead, I was just, I was just gonna say, like, the episode definitely, like, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna drop this show, but it's it's definitely got me like more interested in like what's, like, like more of like kind of like the meanings of stuff. Like I said, like the, the their weapon, it just basically just kind of means like I'm assuming like a big, it's like a big like major part of like either like the bullying or just like uh like the seriousness or something or i can't think of the term right now but just like something that impacted their life pretty hard mm. yeah I, I was gonna drop this show but this episode drew, i watched it on a whim today i had extra time so i watched it and it drew it drew me back in so yeah yeah yeah, mm, yeah. Got nothing else. all right so that's gonna be it for one your egg priority and then also is this, this is the end so i'll leave it up uh if you want to shout outs oh yeah one com- Quick comment of a, a garbage show that I'm watching, Black Clover. Um, <laughs> dude, this with this fucking show. Okay, so it's back into like canon, but the stupid thing about this show, it just seems like anybody can get into the to the the, the, the Clover Kingdom, whatever the fuck they feel like. It seems like people always just like are like they they invade like this. Uh, I don't know. Uh, like, well, I'm just gonna say country. They just invade the country, and they, they apparently just don't have like any kind of like protection. It seems like every time, like, oh, we're being invaded. We're being, fought. like, you know, people are fighting us. I'm thinking, dude, well, where the fuck are they coming from? Like, how do they just break in with, like, and they don't ever, like, explain it. And it's just, uh, like. Because they're OP. Dude, it's, like, no. Nah, nah, nah. Okay. Oh, okay, my bad. You're really <laughs> quiet. You're really quiet, by the way. Um, Let me adjust. I'll be right back. Yeah. But anyway, that, that I completely forgot. I wanted to, like, mention that last week because, like. It, 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 it it's like been a specific like the same thing like i don't know how many different like arcs i don't know who else is watching it among you guys nope. who are you watching it nope yes i'm not okay yeah cool you, you know how like before like they always seem like people are just attacking the clover kingdom they break yep. in somehow they don't mm-hmm. really ever explain it they just kind of get in yep yeah they're doing that again and i'm just thinking mm-hmm. like dude I, I i hate this fucking show but yeah i'm too far I, it's I'm too far so i have to continue Me but too, i'm man. only watching canon I mean, anyway, it, that's it is what it is. It right. is. I, I, I <laughs> promised Johan I would watch the show in honor of his left kidney that he gave up. Dude, let oh, that right. kidney go. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> Save yourself. 
That's All messed right. up, bro. All right, is there any other shows you guys want to bring up before we close out? Skate's ridiculous. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. No. Right. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Just all want right. to say Sailor Moon. It was a good show. All right. <laughs> yes, yes. Wait, did you guys mention like the redo healer? Or are you guys going to mention that at all? Or uh, I think it's nah, too it's spicy for it. this week. Too too I mean, we can we can mention it. Just like you know, we're watching. Oh, it. We actually, okay. we actually yeah, let's let let's let Taylor let's let Taylor Boycott. bring it up. <laughs> I mean, all I'm saying is that like if you were uh, you know put off by some of the warnings for the show, I mean, maybe you should be look at the warnings for the show before you watch it. Yeah. But if you think you can handle the warnings, I do recommend it. It's actually kind of interesting, and when it's not interesting, it's just purely entertaining. <laughs> Um, when is it? I, not- wait, what show? Sorry, banana fish. Oh, banana Brian, fish. Re- redo healer. That's definitely <laughs> uh, redo no, pass. Pass. Wait, why, pass. why, Brian? Why? Why? Pass. Wait, but I'm not, I'm you're not, not fan of that shit. Oh wait, my dude, banana what, fish you, is so yeah, good. All wait, what kind of banana? Wait, you're talking about redo healer, right? Yeah. What? How did banana fish come up? Is it was that not what Brian was talking no. about? No, I was talking about redo. Oh, oh, you're talking about redo fish. Okay, I thought you had an issue with banana fish, and I was like, dude, banana uh, fish is amazing. No, we're getting derailed. So okay, okay. why Brian? Why? why? I, I read synopsis reviews and what people are saying. <laughs> that shit is not on my alley, dude, at all. No, no, no. I'm gotta, not about to sit here and watch that. They're just shit. offended because their virgin eyes have been ruined. But like, you have to watch it for yourself and just for yourself. Yes. Yes, I like to get your the, thoughts, Brian. Yeah, actually, Sasha, you too, man. Give it a shot. I think it'd be right up your alley. Uh, not not, <laughs> not with your kids. Not with your kids. Watch it with Julia. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I tried, guys. I tried. Um, yeah, I don't really think too much more needs to be said. Um, <laughs> if we're watching it, it's interesting. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll leave it at that. Right, I'm just gonna close out the show. So, <laughs> so thanks, thanks Rude. for watching, everyone. Thanks, to the audience, for being here. Thanks, panel. Always enjoy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Matt. Thanks, Tizzle. Thanks, Pick. Bye, everybody. Spicy Bye-bye. week in terms Bye, of whatever everybody. happened. So, yeah, we'll see yeah. you next week. Bye. See ya. Bye. 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 And then. Instead of you seeing what's happening, you know, granted, it is kind of like borderline hentai in a sense. Uh, they're going to have like a picture of a, you're, you're going to, they're, they're going to focus it on the fireplace for five minutes with no sound. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And after five minutes, it cuts to the part where they, they left off or after the, uh, the torture scene. And then you're just like, well, what the hell just happened? So if you really want to get the full story, you need to watch the uncensored version. <laughs> But if you watch the uncensored version, you will actually like. Uh, if you if you really follow the story, you actually might like it. Dude, Lots of red flags there. This man said torture yeah. scene, dude. As well, like that was gonna happen. Bro, that sounds like the worst show of all time. I just read the description on Wiki. Fuck that. Yeah, dude, that's what I'm saying. Dude, you gotta be deprived of some amino acids. <laughs> 
Oh, good lord. Yeah. Right. No, and then to be fair, it's kind of like, uh, what was it? Uh, <laughs> There's no to be fair with this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think your, I think your reactions would be pretty good. That'd yeah, my reaction is like 80% of the time, like, yo, what the right. fuck? Right. What about if you and Sasha just tried the first episode? <sighs> Sasha, Dude, if I... you watch the first episode, I'll watch the first episode. <laughs> All right, bro, I'm gonna need that twenty-eight dollar check in the game. <laughs> 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 All 